Welcome to True Verse of the World. Rest of the world podcast about living, loving, laughing, getting inspiration through information. Today we have William and Omar of the Black Nerd Problems platform, I would say, um, on the podcast. How you guys doing today? Hello. Good, man. Making it, man. How you doing? Hi. Good. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I mean, it's quarantine. It's cool. <laughs> Global <laughs> pandemic. We making it. You know what I'm saying? When you say cool three times in a row, nah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. That's cool. the giveaway. Yeah. That's the giveaway, Drew. I don't know if you ever like that. Omar and I talked about that. Like whenever, whenever you uh, you you chilling with some people, they were like, "Yo, how was such and such?" Like, like, oh, it was cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. On the third call, you <laughs> know, third. it was all right, man. Yeah, wait for that third too. There's a beat. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's never cool. 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 It's cool. No. Cool. 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 It's like it's like it's like I'm reminiscing because you got you got like think about it like. Mm, was it cool? No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it was not cool. But but I, was I don't saying, have nothing uh, else to say. So yeah. it was cool. I would say face. <laughs> um, but first and foremost, you, you guys' platform is amazing. I, I like the the whole kind of idea of giving you know people of color a platform to show their creativeness in the nerd space, quote unquote, where I think a lot of people feel like we're not inside of that spectrum, but we are. And I think that we've definitely now become, you know, a lot more clear in our voices inside that. So I applaud you guys, first and foremost, being part of that creation. And I love the memes. The memes are fucking great. Uh, (laughs) First and foremost, the Stormlin, I literally for maybe two two months straight i just had friends just send me that for like two <laughs> months straight. i was like i was like what's happening we have a group chat and that's all it we would just get the meme and then we just talk shit about it for like like three <laughs> months there's stuff about like, oh yeah storm would say that she would say that and then this x-man would say that. storm <laughs> is for people man storm is for the people <laughs> um, but first, we're going to do something I um, little special for the rest of the world. It's called the quarantine check-in. <laughs> and what the quarantine check-in <laughs> is basically a mental health check. I, I started for everybody who's on a podcast to just get an idea of how they're doing during this whole pandemic, during the quarantine and stuff like that. Um, so my first question to you guys, and you can answer one at a time, please. Um, can you give me one word that would describe your time in quarantine and then give Void. me the reason why you would use that word? Void. Is it the void? It's void. the void. And I will tell you, and the reason why, because Zaheer, Zaheer prepared us for this in season three of Korra when he said, I've given up all my earthly desires. I'm no longer bound by earthly desires. I have entered the void. We just here now. We just here now. Like I'm floating. I don't know if y'all. I don't know if y'all see, but I am. I'm floating right now. I've unlocked. I've unlocked the second. The second gear of Airbending. 
you know, I just fly, I just fly down to Bodega sometimes. It's only about, you know, a good 80 feet, but I fly there. I fly there now. That's, that's, you know, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing. Me and my wife, we just fly around the house now. We just, there's only two. There's only just ain't, had the va- ain't had the vacuum in months, man. None, none. <laughs> All white socks are clean. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are socks? What are socks and shoes? Man? Socks, done. Done so with that. Oh God. Oh man, my that's a good one. Uh, my word would be this it sounds so bad, but like it feels like it's purgatory, man. Uh, <laughs> the not so good place. I mean, but I mean, but but like purgatory is just really like the unknown that we're in the yeah. in-between, right? And and it doesn't matter if we're talking about what the new normal is going to be or what happens going to happen in the election or like any of these things. Like no, there, there is nothing with certainty. I feel like on the other side of this, oh. and um, that's I mean that that's that's very like it's very easy to spike one's anxiety, right? But like, I mean, I think the thing that's unnerved so many people is um, everyone in some form or fashion. Um, they form a rhythm to their life, right? They form a living rhythm to their life. And we can talk about being getting bored and monotonous things, blah, blah, blah. But like the predictability of what's going to happen gives comfort to people in terms of how they go about their day. And yeah. when, and when you don't know what the hell's happening next and like, it's, it's twofold. Like, you know, what's happening next. Cause it happened yesterday and it happened the day before that. Cause they should, they should change it. Right. But like in terms of like the next big thing, like, oh, when am I if I work from home, when am I going back into the office? When are my kids going back to school? When is it, you know, what's going to happen with the election? And, you know, will the United States Postal Service still be a thing, you know, in, in a year? Like all these things, um, it does feel like purgatory. It feels like we're we're playing the waiting game. Did, um, did you just quote the Joker, Will? When, you know, predictability uh, gives people a plan. You know, when everything goes to plan, everyone's fine. But you say one thing, and then everyone gets all out of whack. Like, hey, <laughs> you know what makes a good villain mm. is relatability. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, the Joker should be stopped. Mm. Doesn't mean he was 100% wrong about everything. <laughs> He's Ledger's Joker. He's Ledger's Joker. He's Ledger's Joker. Mm. <laughs> It's funny that you said that about the U.S. Postal Service. I saw that coming across. I literally, literally was talking about that the other day, that Amazon will eventually take over the spot of the United States Postal Service. Yeah. And I was saying, I was like, it makes sense because they have so much more logistical, like, enabled ability. They yeah. have so many different platforms that they can like spiral across. People are already selling their stuff on Amazon. Like, there's no reason why you just you know couldn't put a small box, put anything you want into that small box, and send it to wherever because it was going to prime truck. I but that's yeah. I mean, I think I think definitely. And man, I don't know if you wanted wanted a political podcast today. <laughs> like, I think um, I think definitely that's been there's been a contingent of a political party that they've wanted to privatize postal service for a while. Mm -hmm. And that's scary Mm -hmm. because, you know, if you, if you live in an impoverished neighborhood, um, like the United States postal service is by government, right. Obligated to deliver mail to you and everything else like that. I mean, Amazon is not a, is, is, you know, publicly traded, but it's a private company, right? Like, um, you know, like UPS is a, is a private company. So like, 
they are not bound by the same things that the United States Postal Service is. And and again, anytime you turn something that can make someone or some people's a personal profit, that used to be a, a government service. That's uh yeah, it makes my head spin. Mm. But yeah, I mean, yeah. this like we never we never know what's gonna happen with it, man. And and we don't know because we don't know how much power we have actually on the system or what we don't. Um so United States Postal Service, man, if like if people if people are not, you know, awoken to the, the shit that is uh, actually can threaten our, our everyday, you know, happenstance going on and things like that. Like if that don't wake you up, I don't I don't know what's going on. Yeah, to. I like literally it will definitely during this time where probably everybody is getting a package some way, somehow or a letter or some mail, something like that for that to go down i, I see i yeah. see i see uh darkness ahead as you said <laughs> i mean and even and even you brought up amazon amazon who has thrived with the personal with the delivery services of course right during the pandemic mm-hmm. they just they just what they act like 15 percent of their yep. force like their yep. of their of their workforce they just they just you know let all those people go so like it's it's bad all over i want to give people hope I want them. I want them to look forward, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Shit's not great. Shit's not great right now. Um, and that's one of the things that scares me. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Um, so, so the next question is: uh, What is one um, skill or one activity that you picked up during the during the pandemic that you think you'll keep after <laughs> the pandemic? <laughs> oh shit! One skill or activity. I don't know, Omar, were you playing Samurai Showdown before the pandemic? <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> if I can call it the Bushido, uh, you know, the code of the Bushido, you know, the Samurai, the way the Samurai, uh, I'll, I'll, I will take that because, uh, I mean, I mean, the blade has gotten me through. Uh, and and the, the the tagline in Samurai Showdown is embrace death. And yeah, I've been embracing death. I've been, let me tell you what, I've been, yeah, today might be the last that we gonna, uh, we're going to do what we got to do today. Wake up. Oh, I'm still here. All right, well, we're gonna get what we gotta do done today as well. Then we go, we gonna we gonna embrace us some death. Uh, you ain't done you ain't done no new shit during the pandemic. You know what's uh, for I've if anything instead of learning something I've refined um, mm-hmm. getting onto a schedule because before it was like okay uh, we're working on a project where we're um, and before it's, it's you know it's hard when you you guys will, you have children you're working on a, a project that's your own project um, or a part of your own side business or whatever um, you have to find you work. Then you got to find the time in a day to get that work done. Like, all right, I can, I can, I can get 10% of this done today. And then I'll go to your family, your kid, and then uh, maybe you, your downtime, maybe you'll do something else. Or you just want to unwind, you watch anime, whatever like that. And the next day, maybe I can get 20% done. Maybe I can just get 5% done. Now with this, like with work out of the way, I kind of gave me like, oh, oh <laughs> furlough out the way, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, but I was like, oh, well, I don't, not, not even that you don't have an excuse anymore. It's, I mean, it's a pandemic do what you can. So I'm like, all right, well, I always say to myself in my situation, like, if I didn't, if I just didn't have this nine to five, you know, stop me. And I'm like, well, that's not here anymore. So, right, so let's, let's do what you can do. So we're sticking to that. Um, every fight I, I will wake up, mm. we type this out. But so for me, uh, taking advantage of, um, I guess it's making the best of the environment that we're, we are stuck with the situation that we are stuck with. So I got to like, uh, to really refine, um, what I like to do, the the craft I like to do. And so that was the skill I, I learned um, or the, the skill I 
uh, had uh, acquired more so just like refining myself to like, all right, you're following the schedule. You know, you can't just write when you want. Oh, I don't feel like it, which I do do a lot. I, I got to feel it. But like, you know, you go, you got from nine to 12. You <laughs> you feel it within the time frame, you know, right. so uh, getting that and, and making that become the norm is what a, is a, is a skill or a skill or a finding that I, that I yeah. acquired. Huh. That's real. Um, skill I acquired during the pandemic. Um, cry? In the cry. <laughs> you couldn't do that before. So I, I'm really for that. Cry yeah. you cry no, no, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, uh, you know, this is kind of a weird tangent, but it's very true. Um, so I do, I, I am pretty good about organizational stuff. I can map out things pretty well. It's kind of what I've been doing most of my life in some kind of management capacity. Um, my daughter being home when school was still in, um, lesson plan. And that's a different, that's a different muscle um, because it's not just, I'm very much used to organizing around what I'm going to do and what I'm going to uh, check in with people or I'm going to hit, you know, oh, let me make sure I hit Omar up about this thing that we're doing BNP and let me show, you know, that kind of a thing. So I'm very good at that. And I, I do that kind of every day, but trying to scope out like a lesson plan, which you have to build in time um for you know i'm talking about my daughter specifically for her to understand what we're talking about for her to you know give her time to do exercise and stuff like that to do follow-ups to like oh okay this is a thing that you're really leaning let's lean into this more it's a little bit different of a muscle um because instead of it being static things like okay here's the a block here's the b block here's these things i need to get done it is okay here's thing a which might lead into you know thing b or like i had a and b planned but then a kind of went longer because you know we decided like oh okay here's something else we can do so then that flew into c and now maybe i need to rearrange something it's a different kind of muscle and um i don't necessarily uh, you know (laughs) i feel like especially omar and i um having a background in and just you know literary arts and and poetry and things like that we know a lot of teachers (laughs) we know a lot lot of teachers um (laughs) so my respect is always of the utmost because that's literally most of my most of my circle um, is in some kind of teaching capacity. Um, and I just, it's, it's, it's a respect for that because you really trying to plan for and trying to allow space for someone to grow um, is, is a challenge. It's different from just regular other organizational skills, I think. So, hundred percent. It's, it's dope. I, I feel like everybody has learned a little bit something or at least the positive people have evolved during this time. This time <laughs> trying, man. It's you know, trying. It's time of evolution. It's like if you if you haven't pivoted yet, I don't know what you're doing. You don't really want to do what you want to do. Like this is the perfect time where to pivot any way you want to pivot. It's hard. It's I, no, no, no. I feel you. It's like it's, but it, it is so hard not to just kind of be frozen. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And just I have be like, of that as well. Like, it's yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, and I think, I think. I think the most honest depiction of this is uh, many of us have went through those different stages. Like Uh, when, like I went from, so I was spoiled, man. I went from being at home by myself writing as my my profession. Right. (laughs) Um, And like having the house to myself from, you know, from like eight 30 to like 5 PM. Right. Uh, I pace myself and all this other stuff. And then like 
basically overnight it went to, okay, my wife is at home working. She needs her space to be able to work and she's on meetings all day. So she like needs to talk and be, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, and my daughter's home and I need to be like teaching her. And so like those first, like maybe two months, a month and a half, maybe two months, I wasn't doing shit. I was just like, I was sapped, man. I was like, I felt like all my space had been invaded yep. on, even though it was my family. Yep. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Like, what are y'all niggas doing in my house? It's 2, <laughs> 2 p.m. I what miss- are you doing here? Well, um, I somebody got something to do. <laughs> I was working from home. Uh, I, I worked my job for, uh, from home. Um, then I try to get, like do BNP stuff. They know I'm like I do BNP and P shit as well. Try to write some stuff or wait till afterwards. From from like eight eight because to- my my wife is gone like around eight a.m. To like six p.m. Look, this is this is all me. This is all me. Then it's COVID, um, and then she's here. I'm like, the fuck, you still doing here? No, you supposed to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did dishes come from? I done did all the dishes. Where did dishes come from? I did you been here before? In yeah. five hours. Yeah. Making dishes. I'm like, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, and she's talking. I'm like, I guess I'll just go to the second room then. So like, it, it is a big like. It's it's that switch. It's that big switch, man. man. <laughs> Who is this woman that I married? that's still here. What is this? What? There's, there's a dude, he had the best tweet. It was like maybe two weeks into the into the quarantine man and um it was that tyrese tweet like what what else do you want from me and it was like me looking at the trash can and keep filling up and i'm like it is so i laughed so hard at that because there, there was literally a day i looked at my wife i was like y'all niggas creating too much weight yeah yeah I was taking the trash out on a Thursday. Why am I doing it on a Monday and a Wednesday? Something's wrong. Something's wrong here. Something oh, is wrong here. God. Like, toilet paper is just like gone. Like, yeah. paper towels is gone. Yeah. Like, like all this laundry. Where's all this laundry come from? <laughs> Water bill sky high, right. man. But you bored? You just gonna take a shower because you bored? Because you bored? I think I think the most honest depiction of is like it go it goes in waves man like i there's been times where i've been like ultra um productive during this time mm-hmm. right and and knocked a lot of stuff out i'm also in grad school so that's another thing that kind of keeps that motor turning for me um yes. but but there's definitely been times where i'm like i am wiped and like i just don't have the energy in me to like create right now i was right? for a month i was out i was like i feel like i was in the bench for a month i'm like i am sorry i'm like well i am sorry man i it was here. Then I got a new video game. I was like, I'm back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it took. You, you never know what will. Uh, my my, uh, my sister, my wife was talking to uh, her sister-in-law. Her sis, my wife was talking to her sister, who is my sister-in-law, about like when you get into like a, a funk or um, maybe, I mean, maybe it is a depression as well because of the, the time we're in. Um, she'd be, I, I would just be sitting there watching anime. Like, I want to, I want to, I want to be productive. I, I, I literally cannot right now. Not even else. I'm like, I, I know what I feel like right now. Right. It's like, I, 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 if I force it, it wouldn't be good. And she's yeah. like, well, I like to do this. So when I, when I'm depressed, I do this, I do this. And I'm just like, I like watching, <laughs> I like, I like watching Rock Lee bust, bust niggas asses. That's what I like to, and like, then she's, she's talking to her sister. She's talking to her sister and she's like, you know, how someone else gets through something which helps them get out of it. You can't really like judge that. You don't, you can suggest what you would do, yeah, but yeah. everybody's different. So you gotta let them do what's good for them to get out, like you know, to get out of it, um, to get out of whatever they're in as well. So that was like, um, 
a cool thing. Like, yeah, so just let me let, let, me, let me sit here and watch Rockley bust this motherfucking shit open. So that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's funny too. I I was depicting uh, the stages of quarantine the same layer to the stages of grief. Mm. The five stages of grief because you know the yeah, five yeah. stages of grief is denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through every part of that. Like I was, I was like, oh, we're, gonna be, we're gonna be back next week. We're gonna be back. Everything's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I was getting angry. I was like, why the fuck y'all hit everybody in my motherfucking house? Drew, I'm, I'm gonna do one better. I'm gonna do one better. I've restarted that cycle at least twice. <laughs> right. I've been through it already. I go back to the beginning, like, man, this shit ain't really happening. Is it's it? the same. The same. No, we, but no we, Photoshop. We, we, we three months deep, and I'm like, how are we still here? What's March, happening? Yeah, so I, I don't restarted the cycle, man. It might still be March for all I for all I'm concerned. I'm I'm like, was it was it February or March? That was March. like the longest month March. in existence. It was March. Yeah, <laughs> it was like March seventy second. Yeah, like, the yeah, eyes of quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then since then, since then, everything's been on fast forward. Everything's mm-hmm. been at like exactly. 1.5 speed. And it's like, like, oh, I can't believe it's okay. August, mid-August. Mm-hmm. Insane. Mm. So that was the quarantine check-in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, doing great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, so, again, you guys are part of the Black Nerd Problems, I call it, platform. Um, can you first of all speak on the creation of this platform? Why you guys created it, um, and what you guys do um, with it, and also kind of like give a background on yourself and how you got into what you're into. Sure. You want to tell it this time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the 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 quick, well, not the quick version, but the expedient version is um, Omar and I met uh, 2009. Yeah. Or eight. 2008. Met 2008. Um, we were both um, in the in the the poetry slam community and performance poetry community. Um, he was in Jersey at the time. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and we met <laughs> um, at a at a national poetry slam in, in Madison, Wisconsin, or less than when we like really, really met. Um, and um, so that's how long we had known each other. And. You know, of course, we knew each other in poetry, but like we also just got to be good friends and like, you know, realize we we into a lot of nerd shit. And um, we really I can't remember, you know, we used to always talk about um, how uh, someone would cover something like, let's say, like there was a character. There's going to be a character in the comic book who is going to be like depicted as black and he'd be in canonically white for a long time. And there's always like a big. That was all like big feedback. A lot of fanboys are pissed off about that kind of thing. And there's always that, that happens like, I don't know, probably once every two months mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, or at least back then. And so there always be these situations and Omar and I would always have a lot of commentary on it. And we didn't necessarily have like a platform for that commentary outside of our own personal Twitter or whatever. And um, but we also at the same time, um, just through the nature of social media, we had been like making friends just straight through social media of a lot of like minded people that were black and nerds and, and shit like that and crossing paths through like li- like live tweeting, you know, shows mm-hmm. and things like that or, or whatever the case may be. And um, we finally just kind of came up with the idea like, yo, like, you know, like it would be kind of dope if we had a, like our own website where we like we wrote about these things, because I think. 
we were not only tired of like the lack of representation just in the in the media that we consume, but you know, the thing that kind of struck me and you know, I kind of brought this to Omar, I was like there was a lack of representation in the people covering it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the, the Mad uh, Men episode. Yeah, and like the big, the big, the big uh, part of this origin story for me that like my frustration built to a fever pitch on this was, so I was one of the seven people that watched, one of the seven black people that watched Mad Men when it was on. And uh, you had to be seven because I did not watch that at yeah, all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I know the other six, right? Like we're, we're spread out. There's like one in, there's like one in Singapore and shit, right? So like, um, so. I, you know, I'm watching this episode and this is really, it's really, really good episode of, mm-hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's in the sixties. And so like there was, there was black, there's pretty much, there was black women on the show that were secretaries in this big ad firm. Right. And one of them, something happens in her, when her apartment and she ends up, um, staying the night, um, with one of the executives, from the ad agency and, and, and as she's staying with this woman. And so like, they're laughing, they're having a good time. They're joking. They've been drinking a little bit that night, all this other stuff, really enjoying each other's company, even though one's like a subordinate of the other and, and, and the one in the, and the sister is sleeping on the couch. Right. So the one Peggy, she gets up to go to bed and she realizes she left her wallet on the table right in front of the couch. And they, they lock eyes for a moment of like, oh, she doesn't know if she should like pick the wallet up and take it with her because she doesn't mm. trust to leave it out. And so like, it's a great moment of television. It's great for reflective of the times. Like I found no fault in the show. I thought the show did like this amazing scene, right? Mm. Um, because like, and, and Peggy, like who's who's white in this case, has that she's she feels guilty. Like she had this moment of like, holy yes. shit. And mm. then she felt guilty. And then she like, tried to like she left it there like almost like as a token like i trust you I but, trust but, you. but, but, but the moment was our moment's already damaged right mm-hmm. and so i thought it was like excellent i'm a big tv nerd so i love shit like this right and um so anyway that's the episode that airs and i used to listen to this podcast there's a couple of couple of white dudes i listen to that always cover tv and stuff and really enjoyed them um and they always cover tv and i was anxious to hear their perspective about this scene that is the worst yeah right yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait till they talk about this because I think uh, about every week. And so they were like, oh, yeah, so that was a really interesting scene about there. And you can kind of see that. And then they just moved on to the next topic. And I'm like, no, that's the <laughs> shit I want to hear. Uh-huh. I want to like, like, like I want to hear y'all nerd out about this and like these dynamics. And what I realized is that they either didn't have the interest or the expertise to really yep. talk to that yes. scene. Yes. And, and I was like, shit. And, and like, I really had this moment of like, I was like, now I'm looking for other podcasts because I wanted to hear someone with some authority, with some, you know, someone that I respect talk about that. And like, I went in a circle of like, man, where is, who, who would, who would talk about that? I'm like, well, shit, I have an opinion. <laughs> right. And, and so that's the, the thing that kind of like galvanized me to talk to Omar and be like, man, what if we did this thing? Um, and so that was back in 2014. Uh, we started Black Nerd Problems. Uh, we had, you know, gotten to know a good amount of people through social media and some folks that we knew from like the poetry community and stuff like that, that were, that were black and were nerds. And, and so I think we started with nine people, something like that. Yeah. Never came out. Um, we started with nine people, uh, when we launched in 2014 and that was it, man. We wanted to just get, we wanted to have a platform where, um, 
it was our perspectives on things. It was um, our voice, right? And that was important too. Um, that was a big one too. When I first wrote my first Game of Thrones recap, I bored the shit out of myself <laughs> because I was just, I was just like, and then this happened, and then this happened because that was, that was how other recaps I read sounded. And then we said, but well, what if I just talk like? Like I talk, yeah. What if I just talk? Can we, this shit? Can we talk like, about I, the? Can we talk about the good and the bad? Not the, um, not the. Yeah. Oh, go. The, 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 cons- the consequence. Not the, not the good and the bad, but like the good of doing it and the con. Because it's on the internet there's for every action on the internet, there's a reaction, yeah, right? And so, um, we're doing these recaps and shit. And uh, we, we're we're talking like how we talk, whatever. Will doing Game of Thrones, and so Will's getting Will Will pushing big numbers over here with Game of Thrones. I'm over here doing Flash, Arrow, and Banshee. Banshee's a culture. There's a lot. Of, a, there's a, a small number of us like, and so I'm, I'm but I'm watching Will's numbers. I'm like, right, uh, I see, I see you. He mainstream, nah. He mainstream over there. We with this cult following over here. But, but uh, 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 we in the streets. We in the streets. Niche. The thing, yeah, that 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 is my that is my that which will, will always get on me about like Omar, you are obscure and niche. This is this is that is your that will be under your undoing is the best thing about you and your undoing. But uh Will does this like he'll he's driving like, he's talking like how he talks, right? And there was a woman, uh actually, there was a person, I won't uh something I look her up or whatever. Uh there's a woman uh who was not of color, uh who did and it's it's always this where like you mean well, right? Uh, she's like, oh wow, this is great. She wrote for, uh, I think it was a paper. She wrote for something, so she was in media. We'll just say we. She wrote for a big publication. Yeah, and so she quote tweets it and says like, oh, check out this. I don't think she. I don't think she air quoted it. No, she said, no, oh, no, she didn't. Right? She just said, oh, check out this gangster review of uh, of Game of Thrones, and it's just like, damn. Like I thank you for the thank you for the shout out, but fuck, man, it's like it's how. It's the how of the shout out. It's, it's the same. Mm-hmm. It's and you might people like listen. I'd be like, well, what's what? All right, get, but you guys did it black, whatever, right? It's just, it's diff, It's a difference of this. Where if I say to you, oh, what's your side business, as opposed to you being black, and I say, what's your side hustle, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's it's it's, it's the little it's the little things. And obviously, she meant nothing by just try, trying yeah. to compliment it, right? But it's like, yeah. just it just why did it have to be that that dinner? Uh, the notion that it's uh that it. The gangster mean that it's black, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which I get. And, and here's man, you can't is, say, listen, to, look at this black ass recap. Yeah, by, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, but also being the better one because why else would you look like this happened? Every I'm gonna tell you everything that happened. It's just, recaps are so weird. I'm just gonna write up everything that you saw happen. But like we're making our own jokes and shit, making our own scenarios of how we would reacted or how we mm-hmm. would have liked to see the character react and things like that. You're talking like it's oral history in a sense, right? Like oral, like like you're talking with a friend and shit. And it's just yeah. that distinction. We're like, all right, even when you do this good that we're doing and shit, like ah, you're gonna have to deal with those those little things like that. Which again, the person they they probably they meant well, but it's like mm, that is just ah, you know. Had you just said, had you just left out the gangster part, like oh, just this great review. This like all oh, this different review, you know. What I mean, just that yeah, that one that one little thing where it's like ah, oh, it was a compliment, but ah, you know, it could have been it could have been a hundred percent comment, but like that mark makes it like a forty or a sixty percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. that's and when you're create when you're creating content or you're reviewing content or you're critiquing content and you're of color, uh, black or um, or let's say uh, queer, uh, that those will always be things that you will have to deal with as opposed yes. to someone that is not that and covering that because everything was already for them. 
Yeah. Yeah, because so. you don't because I think and I spoke to somebody last week about this and I was talking about the connotation of people labeling something the black dot. Yeah. And then once you once you hit that level of you because you want to be known as the black something, but mm-hmm. you want to be known within your kind of like initial group. But outside mm-hmm. your group, you don't want to be like, hey, this is the black Amazon or this is the mm-hmm. black Twitter or this is the black, you know, Facebook. This is just black planet. This is just the new Amazon. This is and outside of that, because then it just for some reason takes away the relevancy of what you're uh-huh. doing. And it just kind of like, like you said, it waters it down. So people are like, okay, am I going to listen to the, to the gangster today? Or am I going to listen to you know, the New York Times article where the same person is doing the same thing, but it's dry as hell. So yeah. it's yeah, it's like how, how we, it's really the digesting of how people are going to perceive it. Then it just like, again, she probably didn't mean nothing to it, but just but, putting that like additional connotation to it, now people exactly. are going to digest it differently, and that's where kind of I see even with like restaurants, it, there's like the black Popeye or the black you know McDonald's. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, are you really going to call? And then you <laughs> you're also you're also getting you know you're getting boxed into that box yes. with that other organization too. Yes. So it's like. I don't want to be the black Sunday because I don't, I don't fuck with them. That's why I made it my yeah, own thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think we need a, I think that's a human thing where like you need to label something or yes. to compare it to something in order for it to register. Yeah. For it to register easier, which is like, it's like not, you don't mean it to be a bad thing, but then when you, we humans box things, that's what we, it's just, it's just a trick. We yes. do so we can, we can eat it. So we can easily categorize things easily. Like, mm-hmm. all right, it's for easier access. This black, this I'll go, I will go this way. Whereas like, if you yeah. just, we're not in this. Well, uh, okay. also, I, I don't let know. me jump in on that. I think, I think, I yeah. think what happens. Um, uh, so when we're calling something, you know, a black X, Y, Z, um, it is kind of sort of a, a preemptive, you know, defense mechanism, right. To, mm-hmm. to kind of state out what, what is unique or what's different about your particular platform brand, whatever the case may be. And it's it's also to give agency to, um, you know, whatever that X Y Z was is not the only show in town, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's not the yeah. only way to do this. Um, so I think it has this relevance there, and I think this. I mean, this is going to be this is going to be a conversation that we have for for literally decades. I think about um, you know calling you know you know the people. I've always pushed back against um, uh, people that are like, well, I don't want to be known as the black whatever, and it's like. You know, I'm the black whatever because I'm black. Yeah. Um, and I I can understand the pushback against that, but there's a difference between pushing back how someone labels you and pushing back how you identify. Yeah. Um yeah. And, and so and so that's that's a that's a very nuanced part of that conversation mm-hmm. as well. I think about um, you know, with us, man, it was really <clears throat> it was really because we weren't seeing people that talk like us, we weren't seeing people that look like us. Um, and we weren't, uh, I didn't think that there was enough, uh, websites, platforms, whatever, um, that kind of took our opinion seriously. Right. Like, I don't think, um, there would have been a time and, you know, the, with the Game of Thrones recaps being as popular as they were, there would have been a time people, I mean, there still were, even though they might've been in the minority the people were like, what the fuck is this? 
right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, yes. I was there. Was there was a, a strong inclination, Drew? And this is this is a real. This is some real yeah. black shit, right? <laughs> where, where you know, there'd be someone that would insult us um, because, like, oh, you know, we can't spell, or that person can't write because you know I've written in A V E, right? And um, there was always this urge on my side to be like, you know, like we didn't make this requirement, but it just ends up being like everyone here got degrees, motherfucker, right? Like everyone, <laughs> everyone here. But 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 then but now but then I'm I am legitimizing that critique, right? Yeah. And so that was very hard to let that go to not to not take that bait. Right for for folks that were criticizing us early on about that, and you know, because I, I knew because I knew as soon as I challenged that, then I gave floor for a debate on uh, our language and how mm-hmm. we spoke and things like that to to if it were legitimate or not, and that was a hard lesson for me. Right, like I wanted yeah. to defend our people, I wanted to defend our platform. Um, and it, it, it took me a while to like be okay not engaging in that particular conversation. When I um, what was what's to say? I was like, hey, when the comments are trash, that's when you know you made it. Diss me, you'll nah. never reply for it. Drake <laughs> said that, so you wouldn't have to go through that, Will. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we when when we start going viral and the comments are crazy, it's like, oh, okay, then I think we, we're doing oh, we're doing. Okay. Shit. Um, but it's it's funny, man. You never know what's gonna hit. Especially like when you're on website, man. You never know what's gonna hit. You never know what's gonna catch storm. And there's definitely been times where something caught storm. It was like, oh shit, I didn't know that was gonna blow up. Yes. I don't yes. know. I don't know if I want to do it like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And and it, and it kind of there's been there's been definitely moments where something has blown up that made us pay attention um to what we're putting out there. And it doesn't necessarily, uh, doesn't necessarily mean that we I mean some things that like like okay, we can handle this differently, or we could do this differently. I don't think it, it never has it been where we change our content, but yeah, I think yeah. um, there's definitely been moments where something blew up, and it was like, oh, our our stage is bigger than we thought it was, right? It's yeah. bigger than it was a year ago, bigger than it was six months ago, whatever the case may be. Um, there's definitely been those moments. So, can, can you give uh, the people like a little the people? Can you give <laughs> can you tell like exactly what your you know your website and your platforms? Actually, sure. they did like the different. I know you guys have like multiple streams of content, but what are you yeah. guys kind of like creating and stuff like that? People can go and look at. Yeah. I can do. Uh, let me do the beginning, and then uh, you do the uh, the present where we're at. Because well, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. we kind of like morphed into this when we first started. It was like um, we got into like comic book reviews, and a lot of what we did was like uh, essays and like uh, editorials, and um, it was kind of like just out there. Type, not not even out there type things like I wrote about like oh my if I was if I was a black student in Charles Xavier School like things like that. Uh, Will's written about I I I I, I don't want to give away what he's writing on now for something else. So I'm trying to think of an older thing that Will wrote about. Uh, um, so oh uh, it's time for like a dark skin uh, uh, for black girl for dark skin black women that never get chosen to be Storm. And so he's written on like mm. that. And so it's like a bit of an essay, his own interpretation, but also taking something factual that we've seen in Hollywood as well. So we've done a lot of things like that. They'd be like fun. Or you could have like guilty pleasures or why this character is a top five. Um, what we like about this movie or this obscure things. What, what, what's, I mean, which leads us into where we are now, where we've gone 
a, that's a bit less now. What would become more now is a site for like reviews and things like that. Um, mm. I'll have well, yeah. I mean, reviews, critiques. I think, um, mm-hmm. uh, and and still reviews in our voice, right? And, yes. and and that was that was something that I don't think there was a lot. I think reviews were pretty standard. Um, you know, you might have a couple writers from big publications disagree on a show or something like that. Mm. But they probably all sounded the same, right? And or sounded similar. And I think <laughs> that, you know, one of the things that we kind of injected in is like, okay, yeah, we're going to review. And so, you know, like I think there's, you know, season review of, I'm watching the Umbrella Academy right now. Like that we got a review for like season two um, that are up. And so, you know, this is going to be in our voice and, and it doesn't need necessarily, sometimes it's editorialized, sometimes it's straight review. Right. So we have more of that. And and we've done that as we've gotten more um more access to stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just to be just to be honest. So, you know, we can cover TV shows early because we see screeners for it or we get the opportunity to look at something ahead of time. Comic books, we do a lot of comic book reviews. Um, a big thing, a big thing, a benchmark for us um early on is when we started getting quoted on comic books, right? Oh, yeah. So That's- like on, on like trades um that would come out in stores. So, you know. It used to be part of my ritual every week when you know the outside was open. Um, I could go to like Barnes and Noble, and I would just go to the comic book section and see what new comics we were quoted on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, comic books uh, reviews was a big part of that. Hell, Omar and I were reviewing like six comic books a week, man. <laughs> I see Omar's <laughs> eyes widen into the void, like remembering back on that shit. But it was, it was fun though. It, it, it was that's, fun. It never seemed like work then. It was like, fun, cause like you, I'm, I, we're, we're just, we're just excited to talk about this mm-hmm. thing that we like and, and be fair too, like whether what worked here, what didn't work here. Uh, Kelly Thompson was, I, I, and that was always a fun thing in reviews. Cause it's not like, oh, they did this. It is like, here's a work. Like when someone was doing good, Kelly Thompson on her Hawkeye was doing so well. I was like, I'm getting, I was like, I will probably like, I know you're reading this, Kelly. I've been tired of this shit. Like, Can you fuck up? So I'm like, I, I, every week I come here, like every, he just, every week I come in here, talk about how good, how much, how good she is a writer. I'm getting sick of this shit. Like, and then, like where you're so like, it's also like appreciation for like a, for um the writing and the artists as well. Yeah. Like you see them at like Comic-Con. And we like tell them what up. Like uh, Will saw Tim Seeley, who was writing Nightwing at the time, and Will liked his Nightwing. When he when he write out like, all right, this is what, all right, this didn't work. But like, yo, this this rock. And uh, you want you want, what, what happened when Tim Seeley met you when you when you said out who you were? Yo, man, uh, Tim Seeley. Shout out to Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley's so dope. Um, <laughs> he was writing Nightwing at the time, and uh, saw him at Comic Con, so I walked up to his table, um. And I said, hey, uh, Tim, my name is William Evans. I, I write for Blinder Problems. I've been reviewing Nightwing. He goes, oh, yeah, Blinder Problems. He goes, yeah, man, great to see you, man. He was like, he's, he, he, gave me the, he gave me this sketch he was working on or whatever, like something he had just finished. He was like, here, man, have this, man. He goes, you know what? You give me a good, honest review. You know, you, you got yeah. your criticisms, you got your praise, yeah. and I appreciate it. It's a good, I feel like it's honest review. Man, some guys just give me shit. <laughs> These two guys. These two guys. He knows his- and, and so, like, that's one of those things, too, where, like, um, you know, because for a while, I mean, and still to this day, we don't do this, but, like, for a while, um, especially when it was, like, me and Omar, maybe, like, two other people that are writing, two or three other people that are writing uh, comic book reviews, and we have, a, we have a team now. We have a ton of people mm-hmm. outside of myself that are doing a great job with that. But, like, in the early years, when it was just us writing comic book reviews, man, 
we didn't we didn't anticipate any comic book writers like reading yeah. our reviews, man. Mm-hmm. We, we just we just writing shit because like this is a dope ass book. You should yeah. be you yeah. should be yeah. reading it. Like um, I'm trying to think what's the longest series that I covered. Um, oh, probably probably when I covered uh uh, uh Hickman's uh Time Runs Out mm-hmm. and the Secret Wars and all that shit, man. And just like every week, I was like. I don't know how else to tell you. This shit's crazy. This is cra- yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. This shit's wild. Check this out, right? And like, that's how we were just excited about it, right? And we didn't anticipate like actual writers like reading our reviews and having, yeah. you know, responses to it. Um, but we do. like, and, and so I think we just kind of realized that we were part of an ecosystem. Wait, tell my vet. Hold on, hold on. I, I, I ain't gonna let you. I ain't gonna let you. Let you. Let you be all modest and shit. We didn't realize. Tell them about Vanity Fair. Tell them about Vanity Fair. Tell them about <laughs> Kelly Sue Deconic. Tell them about how you wrote. And, and it is a good example of. It was also. It was a review, but also a bit of an editorial as well. Yeah. And Will wrote back in 2017, I think. Is it 2016 or 2017? No, 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 no. It was earlier than that. It, was earlier. it had to be earlier. 2016 or 2015. Uh, yeah. wrote, uh, 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 I mean, you can tell you the piece. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> like in the early days, the early days of the site, man. Yeah. Um, I started reading, um, and I had not read anything from her previous to this. Um, I started reading uh, Captain Marvel comics. So this is well before the movie and everything, years before the movie. And mm-hmm. um, I started reading Captain Marvel. It started a new run. Uh, Kelly Stu DeConnick uh, was the writer on that. And, uh, and like I read it and I was like, so, you know, you know, everyone, most people know what Captain Marvel looks like, especially if they've seen the movie now and everything. Um, and then the story that uh, DeConnick wrote, uh, Captain Marvel, who is Earth's mightiest Avenger, right? She's just a complete badass, right? Um, she runs into a situation she can't punch out of, right? And she, she really thought she was going to be like this, come in and save the day. And what she realizes is that she wasn't taken into account, like, the actual needs of the people and like the repercussions of her actions for the people she tried to save and how she actually might make them their lives more difficult. And, Mm. and so like I wrote, I think the headline was like, you know, Kelly, you know, DeConnick, DeConnick wrote Captain Marvel, you know, subverted the white hero, the right hero trope and no one noticed, right. Mm -hmm. Um, How she really kind of turned it on his head. And like I think DeConnick saw that on Tumblr, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, and before so, the Tumblr snap, before the Tumblr snap, before yeah. before the Tumblr snap, before Thanos, mm-hmm. like enough Tumblr, y'all done. Um, <laughs> 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 that was wild. Nudes, nudes. That place was wild. I love. The Twitter's worse. I don't know. I wonder when that's gonna stop. <laughs> uh, well, you, man, don't get me started on Twitter. Um, but I think uh, so that you know basically through that i got connected with deconic and got to talk to her about it and got to interview her about it and that was kind of one of our first like big gets mm-hmm. like that um and then you know that kind of led to other things i interviewed her when she debuted bitch planet and which was a huge success and like that was part of our connection to now we're working with image comics and being able to review their comics and things like that so um yeah man like we we i can i feel good about the fact we came by honest Man, you know, yeah. we weren't we weren't out here chasing folks down to try and get <laughs> we were trying to get senpai to notice us, right? Yeah. We were really just like we really just like me, writing <laughs> writing shit that we loved and 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 it and it would make it to them because so much of it was from a from a, a passionate point of view and a heartfelt point of view. Yeah. 
uh, where people appreciate it, right? And and which isn't to say that we wrote great about everything. Like there's some, there was some bullshit that we wrote on too, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there's probably some people we will never interview for the site because mm-hmm. we wrote some shit that was not kind to their product, right? But um, but I feel like the access or whatever we have, we came we came by it honest, you know. <laughs> um, so we're talking about the different platforms and like so yeah, we started out with written articles. Um, we had a stint and would love to get back again when outside opens, um, to like doing like videos and skits uh, and things yeah. like that. Cause we just have so many diverse personalities and our crew, people are just funny and just witty and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. we had a lot of, a lot of videos, less skits that we recorded. Um, and we have, you know, we have a podcast network now, um, as well. So our, our most continuous one is this week in nerd news where they just do a weekly kind of roundup of all the nerd um news that's happened that week or the previous week um and in that and we've kind of bolstered out our live service too right so that's like ig live or we have book uh lituation as it's called um bp lituations they talk about book literature you know things like that every week um and we're on twitch we do a lot of streaming now right so Mm -hmm. we stream gaming um omar and i do a talk show of sorts on there every week um, we just catch up with each other. We're just catching up with each other. It really we're, is. It really is. Up. It really is just like our weekly phone call that yeah. other people get to listen in on. Yeah. Um, but like we just, you know, we pick a topic and then we just run with it. Um, so we do that every week and we've got a couple other people, some like uber talented folks. So Stiffy, Tiffy Starchild does a, a Black and Disney mm-hmm. um, kind of talk every every week because she's like an expert on all things Disney and like the intersection of blackness and its history and stuff like that. Um, we have uh, Brittany Rex. Ann Williams um, who does It's a Flop, which is hilarious because she talks about movies that flopped um, and like the history behind them. Like yeah. they were like, they might be like um, culture, you know, like uh, cult classics, cult like classics a and whatnot. So like uh, we've expanded, right? We do a lot of written, uh, written work, written work, because that's still our staple. Um, and we have writers, you know, first and foremost, but we do a lot of audio stuff. We do a lot of video stuff and, and, and streaming because I think one of our strengths, and I've said this kind of from the beginning, since we started to bolster out our roster, I think what separates us is that we have a lot of people that just have like good on camera, on audio personalities, right? Mm-hmm. And and um, I, I I wouldn't want to waste that, and I, I wouldn't want to waste their talents, you know. Yeah, I I mean, me personally, again, I love your shit. Like it's <laughs> it's a good like it's a good dive into some because I'm a comic book fan, but I'm sometimes like a little obscure comics, so yeah. it it gets me sometimes in the mainstream, and then I'm an anime fan. So it gets me into like, okay, maybe I didn't watch that, you know, certain anime right way. Like for instance, you say Omar, you like Rock Lee. Rock yeah. Lee's like my my favorite character in all of he he gets short, he gets the short end of the stick. Exactly. Oh, don't oh, get man. Omar started. Good <laughs> God, don't get Omar started. So we're gonna you, get we're gonna you, get the we're gonna get the college thesis on broccoli two weeks versus the world versus omar versus broccoli versus all the the episodes broccoli didn't get (laughs) i wrote like i don't even know how many words but i wrote this article top five that are like broccoli i wrote i worked on that shit for two weeks i'm like i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make this bulletproof in and out i'm like this shit might be like three thousand words or ten thousand but we are here baby we gonna do it for broccoli (laughs) Was that yeah. the was that the first was that the first top five dead or alive? 
the first top five for uh for me was uh I think it was Cyclops and then Rockley. Oh, it was Cyclops? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Cyclops. It was Cyclops. Um, yeah, yeah, top five that are live is something that Omar coined and and that our our team picked up on in terms of like you 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 rock <laughs> out. You pick you pick five. You pick five yeah. things about your about about your one of your favorite characters, and you just mm-hmm. you just you just go to you just go to war with them. With exactly. Them. All right. Like just just bring it. Um. Some like Omar. Some of my favorite uh, top fives that Omar's done. He did, uh, of course, the Rockley and Zaheer. That's definitely one of my favorites too. It's just, it's just fun, man. It's just fun, I, and I think, yeah, I think one of the things we didn't want to do was like we didn't want to we didn't want to be known as like the site that just comes in and shits on your st- on your product, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we really, we don't we don't bond over our dislike of shit. We we talk about it and then we try to move on. What we bond over, I think, is is like our fandom, right? Mm-hmm. And like the shit mm-hmm. that we really want are excited and nerd out about. And like, so the top fives are like quintessential of that. And um, it's funny because back like in that, I, I won't say urban vernacular, but if you're in the barbershop, you go to the yeah. barbershop. And exactly. yes. just, it's like, yo, top five, like who's the top five? Like right now, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Five, you know, everybody in the middle, like Michael Jordan is number one. Yo, there's always, there's always an old head. There's always a whole head that was like, well, Bill Russell won Bill more championships than everybody. I don't want to hear it until Michael win another six champions. Like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. The man got a medal of honor, man. He he's good. He don't need you to argue. <laughs> he got a medal of honor. He don't need you. He don't need you arguing for him, man. He's good. Bill's <laughs> fine. Bill's fine. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you got to be. And that's that's another thing. Like you got to be ready. Um, I feel like everyone that has a super passionate thing, and this is like definitely, it's not just specific to BNP, but something I love about BNP. Um, it could be like in our slack and everything. Like if you if you if you march up the hill, uh, and you ready to die on the hill? Yeah. Then you haven't like like then you have a strong defense. Like mm-hmm. it can't fight just like well that's bullshit. Uh, like oh okay like nah 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 we we fighting we fighting until <laughs> someone passes out right. <laughs> oh we gotta tap out. You know what a big difference between like being like that I I love that you said that well because a big like what we do as opposed to like let's say like the tip the default the white a white nerd right we're like a big thing where um that proving I mean no actually regular what regular nerds might do we're like oh you like this thing prove it prove that you like this thing where that was like the like mm-hmm. that nerd off type initiation thing that's which is kind of in a way like gatekeeping like oh you don't really like it if you can, if you can't tell me Charles Xavier's blood type and uh, social security number like, yeah, hey, yeah. like come the fuck off that as opposed to what we do was like, I, I will get flamed. Like I love cars three. I love cars three. I love Scott Summers. Like these guys, like, you know, what, what the fuck? Like, all right, here's me defending that shit. Like, and so like, it's more of a, like, we're, it's, it's, we're black people. Where we talk, it's like, we're not talking yeah. down on something. It's like, it's not out of, it's not to hold you down. I'm like, this, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I, if I think shit's well, like, all right, well, like, let me, well, I'm going to hear you out, but I'm going to bring out you, but this happened, this happened. It's really more of a discussion, a passionate discussion, as opposed to like gatekeeping and, oh, you prove you're a nerd to me. It's yeah. more like, yeah. all right, I don't think this character's trash, but I mean, I'm here. I don't think this character's uh, that great, but I'll, I'll, I'll hear the like, what, what you got, what you got yeah. for it. And then like, and like all right, and, and being all open enough to be like, all right, well, you changed my mind. All right, or you might not change, but like, all right, okay, I, I see where you're coming from. 
That they, is a big they, difference. They are, they are 15 percent less trash than when this conversation started. That's a big difference. One to keep. Because right before this, right before I started recording this podcast, my brother, I called my brother and I was telling, I was like, Legend of Korra is on um, Netflix. Oh boy. Because he's a big Legend of Korra fan. And he was, he was trying to tell me, he was like, yeah, you know, Korra is better than Aang. I was like, get your ass out of here. I gave him a 15 minute dissertation about how Aang That's how good Korra's ass. Drew, I am not. I am not going to take your whole podcast defending Cora. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But here's what I'll say: I, I, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a conversation about Ang and Cora that I'm more interested in than them like going one on one, right? Like I am very interested in, and someone else made this point the other day: is like we still never saw them in their primes, right? I mean, That's we might have seen Cora in her prime, but like Cora's like what, like nineteen, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like okay. you know, Ang Ang grew to be an, a, a you know, like an old man, presumably, right? So like, um, we never saw them at the peak of their powers. We saw Ang at the you know in a flashback as a, as a grown man, kind of a thing. Um, and so you know, and, and we're not really supposed to. Um, yeah, I think I think the only avatars that we saw like in their full form at like a, a ripe age was like Avatar Kyoshi, right? Like. Yeah. And here's and here's why here's why I don't want to hear the Aang versus Korra yeah, conversation because yeah. Kyoshi would, would Kyoshi would put work on both. Oh exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is It's over. It's over. Oh. Kyoshi and, and also would be like you know like 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 Korra would be like okay 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 I submit. She's like oh ain't no submit. No, no be <laughs> like what you what you thought this No, <laughs> so, but like I think I think I think. Avatar and, and the conversation's gotten better because like Cora just used to be hated. Hated on. Hated. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, women yeah. getting hated on. Tell me more about that. Well, mm-hmm. I think I think you know Cora specifically in Cora the show. And mm-hmm. like I'm always and I'm I'm I am as staunch a Cora defender as there is. But I think but I but I can see right off the top that like The Last Airbender is a superior show to Legend of Cora. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think there's any you know, illusions about that. Yeah. Um, I am more interested in Cora's character because mm-hmm. one, we never, at least not to that point, we never got to see women in that role where Strong. they have all this power mm-hmm. and they're cocky about it. Yeah. And that, you know, they have all this confidence and like, we don't, we just didn't get to see that. And, and there's so many people hated that because like, they liked Aang as Aang being more of a pacifist and Aang, mm-hmm. you know, path of least resistance um which was perfect for that show and his arc yeah. in the show um but we get protagonists like Korra that are men all the time Correct. Right? Yeah. all the time and i think it was very telling that people were like oh Korra's trash and i don't like her because xyz um mm. but uh and and it's so funny because you know everyone's like, oh my god, Zuko had like the best character arc of like you know the last Airbender, da da da, and which he did. He had this amazing character arc. You know who else had a, a character arc like that? Korra. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Korra had that arc, right? And so like, so I think that there's, and I think, I you know, if this were five years ago, if if um, last Airbender had made it to Netflix mm-hmm. five years ago, I don't think we would have got Korra. 
as quickly behind because like the 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 sentiment was not as strong. You know, mm-hmm. about five years ago might even go to when it was still running, but like right after right after Cora finished, I don't think we would have gotten the like the people wanting Cora to be on yeah. Netflix like that. So the so the discourse has changed over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, and, and especially where she starts and where she ends up being, like we have an all we have an all powerful queer woman as the avatar yeah. that like had this arc of like understanding and realizing that she couldn't just like mm-hmm. throw her head through every problem, right? Yeah. And and I think it's a beautiful story. By the end of by the end of Korra, man, like by the end of Legend of Korra, Avatar Korra is like an amazing character right yeah. um yeah i blame I, so the writers I, what they did to her in season two season yeah, 15, two was 15, yeah. 15 percent of your conversation <laughs> makes it make his conversation <laughs> but that's all i'm trying that's uh, all i'm trying to do that's all I'm, trying, I'm just trying to i'm just trying to i'm just trying to cut away i'm just trying to cut away because I, I love this i love the show cora because mm-hmm. but the only thing it's kind of busy but i can understand why it's busy it's because they need to live up to what they did yeah. at Airbender, mm-hmm. but also add a little bit more flavor yeah. because she does, she is the strong, powerful woman. So she needs to be doing things at all times. She can't have that long arc where you're just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to travel with one person now. We're going to yeah. travel with one person now. Yeah. And we're going to have like, Zuko, remember they had like the little Zuko arc where they, yeah, yeah. everybody Zuko had a full arc. Everybody had to Zuko. Zuko had his own stuff. Find himself. Yo, yo, the last Airbender had like a Mass Effect plot to it, where it was like, (laughs) okay, now everyone goes on their and and I think someone said in the show is like, oh, is this is this your turn to go on a side? My turn. I haven't had my adventure yet. I want to go with Zuko. I haven't had my adventure yet. But that's like, but this is this is like the loyalty missions from Mass Effect, right? Like, exactly what that is. And so, like, I I think one of the things that people always, um, and this be my last thing talking about uh, Legend of Korra, but one of the things that people like just forget was a very, very simple logistical thing is that like, um. Last Airbender, what was it, 25 episodes per season for three seasons? Something yeah. like that? 20, yep, 25 yep, episodes? Yep. Like, well, that was built in to be able to do these character arcs and to be able to exactly. do these other side things. And so Legend of Korra is four seasons that are like 10 episodes or 12 episodes each or something, right? And so we're talking about a lot shorter time, not to mention that, like, season four and, like, at least two of those episodes are complete filler episodes that, you yep. know, like, they didn't have the budget to do full flush things. So... I think that's important to remember why we didn't like that's why Mako is an incomplete character in Legend of Korra, right? right? Like Mako, Mako should have had like a Zuko kind of thing, right? Where he had yeah. like a big arc. Um, instead he just gets to be the dude that gets dumped, right? <laughs> like yeah. he gets to, he's the dude that gets dumped and should have died at the end. Like, but like I like yeah. Mako, I don't want him to die, but like that storyline, he should have died, right? Yeah. And, like yeah. he literally tried to sacrifice himself. So like we we didn't get as much time with those characters that we did in in the original and I, and i think that's a big thing and and i think that's like 100% because nickelodeon didn't want to spend that budget on that many that's episodes true. again so i mean that I, I will always be a legend of core defender yeah. um and, and i say too i say too cuz like you know i like cora reminds me of my daughter man like like that's my like my daughter's one of those she's going to be annoying to her friends cuz she's like a little bit good at everything right and like She's, you know, she's in her like 80th percentile for height. And like, she just like is like a developed kid, man. And like, and and she knows it and she's aware. Right. So yeah. like, 
I I feel like I'm raising the avatar all the time, and so I very much empathize with like how people view her. You know, what I, I mean? was I was hanging out with because uh, Will was uh, I was over visiting Will. I got to hang out with his wife and his daughter, and uh, so I go with his daughter and uh, to Barnes and Noble, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna help. She wants to get something. Her wife, uh, his wife's gonna get it for Leah, and so I'm like, she's picking out her toy, and <laughs> she's picking out her toy. She's looking, she's looking. And he goes, oh, I like this book, and so like she's like, okay, and I see it's like one of two of a series, and then she goes for like number, she goes for the second book, and I'm like, are you going? Well, you're not gonna go with the first one. Don't make me doubt myself, Omar. I was like, what? <laughs> hey, no, don't make me, don't make me second guess myself. I was like. Oh shit! Am I doing this to myself all this time? <laughs> I was like, it was so good. I was just like, you're doing this neat trick where you speak and your mom and dad's voice come out. How are you doing, man? That's incredible. I was so good. I was like, whoa, god, oh god, have I been holding myself back all these years? Haven't <laughs> met my full potential. <laughs> really, I, mean, I know we went on the whole avatar, but like, I, I, I really do feel like a big staple of what we do is being passionate about a thing and like being willing to argue and fight for that oh, thing yeah, yeah. in a way that's in a way that's not demeaning, in a way that's not yes. detrimental to other people, yes. and, and 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 also like. You know, one of the things I love about us is like we're we're funny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I, just, we... I don't think everyone does that, right? I don't mm-hmm. think everyone does mm-hmm. that where they can inject humor into the things they do, and, and because I don't think you know they know how to. They don't have the skill or the uh, or the expertise, the, yeah. the expertise mm-hmm. or the know how to do it. And it always comes out as like punching down. Yeah, exactly. Just bland as fuck. Sort sort. All right, we're going to go into the next phase, which is uh, shot fired. Yeah. So it's basically about 15, 20 questions. First thing that comes to your head, just spit it out. Again, it's going to be very, very simple at the beginning and then get a lot more double looking at the end. Cool? Okay. Yep. All right. Um, and this is shots fired. Uh, one at a time, please. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite color? Purple. Is it black <laughs> for me? That's what, that's what came to my head. Is it like, death? <laughs> <laughs> is it the void? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, is it a vantage black? Is it complete utter blackness? I'm like, it might just be. I thought, like, yeah, I think it might be black. I don't even know. I don't really, yeah, maybe black. I'll go with black. What's your favorite sport? Mm, would it qualify as a sport? I really like professional wrestling. I don't know if it qualifies. Sport. You know what I mean? Sport. Uh, basketball. Baseball is okay. close, though. Basketball. What's your favorite movie? Oh, shit. Uh, Car 3. Oh, I hate here. you. We're here. Stop. Lightning Cream blew his knee out for the hood. All right. <laughs> for the hood <laughs> ornament. All right. Cars three. I, you know, I cried. I love him. I, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. Great um, athletes of our generation. LeBron James, Serena Williams, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> man, I will leave this podcast right now. I will leave right now. Um, oh, okay. We were saying favorite movie. Um, you know what? I'm a good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, white film snob chalk here. Um, 
Casablanca is still my favorite movie. Casablanca. Mm-hmm. I would favorite. never have guessed that was your answer. Yep. <laughs> okay. I don't even know if I've seen. Here's looking at you, kid. Right at the end. Yes. I don't even know if I've seen that. I've never seen it. The, the, just, it's it's wild. You go back and watch it, and the quotables are still like mm-hmm. insane. Like there's 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 the there's the lines you know from a movie. Like here's looking at you, kid, and yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Gambling, shocked and shocked to see gambling in this establishment. Like those come from that, but there's at least like three or four lines from Casablanca that you didn't know were from Casablanca. Gotcha. It's like, oh shit, that's that's great. Um, yeah, movies, yeah, that's one of those movies that I kind of know, like I have a visual of in my head just yeah, because so many people talked about it, so I kind yeah. of like know how it is from beginning to end, but never seen it before. But never seen it. I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, you know, you get you catch TMC on the weekend or some shit, man. Exactly. Like, you know, what I mean? or Turner Turner Classics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's 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 Humphrey that's Humphrey Bogart at the at the height of his powers. So, for what that says, <laughs> but uh, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, I think that's still my favorite. And what movie do you hate to love? Oh shit! Hmm. God, we need Britney on the podcast for this for one. this one. Um, <laughs> ah. What movie do I hate to love? It might, for me, be Hate to Love. Uh, it might be Scott Pilgrim for me. I love, because I... Ooh, that's a good one. Wait, what? I, I, love, I, I love the books. I yeah, love it's the, the books. It's the, it's the origin story of Scott Pilgrim, right? It's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's how it came to be, kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. I love the book, yeah. and originally the dude had him, I, I believe I read that originally Brian, Brian Lee O'Malley had him as POC, but then he was told, like, it'll sell better if they're white. And then he also described like when I the way I grew up, I never thought about race really because it was I think he was an um he was a he's a, a uh, is he Korean and white I think and um he was like I was always that one person he's like now though because of all that happened now he's like now I, like, I'm going to make my character POC like at all all the fucking Explicit. time like it's, it's yeah. that 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 was the catalyst where he's like fuck man I should have I should have kept the same whatever but yeah I I like the movie. I, I don't. I, just, I think the ending is what is what uh, pissed me off because the ending shouldn't have been um, Ramona being just there, like lifeless, watching Knives and uh, Scott mm-hmm. go at it. It should have yeah. been like it should have been like in the book where they he made peace with Knives and then yeah. him and Ramona beat uh, beat dude together. And it's yeah. not him, white, uh, Knight in Shining Armor. It was both of them together with the X, which is uh, the Cross Swords X shit, which is mm-hmm. from anime and okay, and I. I, I like the movie, but I just I that that last, like it it always fucking irks me. Yeah, and uh, and it's so white too. And, and 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 finding and finding that out from Brian Lee O'Malley, I'm like fuck. I knew I liked this shit for a reason, and mm-hmm. it got you know it just got fucking painted. So I think it's those. It's not even really the movie. It's that it's that I I fucked with this shit so hard. And I was like, why do I like this shit so much? Because they're originally they're going to be PLC. That's what yeah, the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, okay. that's what it is. That's it. Always irks me to this day. Movie I love to hate. All right, hate to love. Hate that I love it. Um, man, because I don't mess with these movies at all, I will watch all those black romantic movies, all what? those like Best Whoa. Man, Whoa. Uh, The Wood, all those, and they're all terrible. And they're all terrible movies. And I will watch those shit because like I was like. 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20 years old when those movies came out. And there was like this relationship I had to those kind of films. And like, if they come on, I'll watch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, if we're at a panel somewhere and someone's like, oh, what do you think about the best man? I was like, oh, I, I ain't know. I ain't never seen that. <laughs> um, I you were going to say Underworld. 
I don't know who the fuck oh, you are. Underworld, Underworld's, Underworld's a good one. Underworld's a good one. That'd be B. Underworld, Underworld's a good one because that movie, okay, like first and foremost, the Underworld movies are so bad. They're really, <laughs> really bad. And I, I, I want to love them because of the potential of them, mm-hmm. like the story. But like the story is actually a ripoff too. Like it's not even an original story. It's like taken from like Vampire the Masquerade, right? Like they got sued over Ooh. intellectual property for that, that shit. Oh, really? And so like, yeah. So the the story's not even original. But having said all that, like the visual should be cool, and like the war between like Lycans and Vampire, mm-hmm. like all that should be cool, man. And Kate Beckinsale looks the part. Mm-hmm. Except she looks so bored. Yep. She looks so <laughs> bored. She looks like, damn, I Been still got to do laundry tonight when I get home. Uh. That's what she looks like while she's shooting a vampire, like shooting a werewolf, right? Like, come on, man. Like, give it, give as much to me as I'm giving to you. I'm giving you this movie too much. So, so Omar's right. Like, so, yes. All them black romantic comedies that were not good, I still like those somehow. I didn't and know that. and uh, yes, the underworld movies as well. The underworld movies are so bad, but I'll but I'll watch one from start to finish. <laughs> What's one place you want to visit that you haven't yet? Mm. I don't really want to go anywhere. I don't, I I don't like traveling. It reminds me. Of, I, I don't like want traveling. to go outside again. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like traveling because it reminds me of uh, moving, and I moved around a lot as a kid. So I don't, you don't like traveling? I have Martin? to travel. I have to. <laughs> Omar, oh, see, mo- Drew. Most of us, most of us would be like, "Oh man, I gotta travel next week." Like, oh, we're like, yeah, I gotta, you know, I gotta go to, I gotta go to California for something. I gotta go down to Atlanta for something. Blah blah blah. Omar's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be out of town next week. Oh, where, where are you going? India? Like, yeah. well, fucking, that's not. <laughs> Stop acting like what you packing for three days? Like you just an overnight bag? They're like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Omar travels, he travels. Omar mm. <laughs> like, oh man, I don't feel like being on this flight. It's like, yeah, man, flights the yeah. When I flew to down to the Virginia, man, that was like a six hour flight. He's like, yeah, this one's like eighteen hours, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole, I would man. Go to South I, America. Like I would go to South America. Somewhere in South America is the only uh, continent I haven't been to yet. Mm. Uh, discarding Antarctica. That's a somewhere good one. in South America. He, he changed his answer after uh, a, a <laughs> after ra- the uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, South America is a good one. I haven't been to. I haven't been to South America. Yeah, you know what? The, yeah, I go to South America. I mean, I'll go. I'll go where there's people as dark as me. Yeah. I'm yeah. not trying to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to go nowhere in Scandinavia. No shit. I don't need to see France. I'm good. <laughs> I'm alright. Like, like you know, like I would like to go to Paris, but I would like to go with like six other black people, so exactly. I know six other black people around. I mean, mm-hmm. on the low, my dream is to go to France and find me a dark skinned girl that speaks French and in, uh, in English <laughs> and has green eyes. That's that's like my dream. Yo, yo what? <laughs> What what image board are you? What the mention is that? Green eyes. I was goals. We can't 13. see it on camera. He got goals like yeah, like right above, happen. and one of them is like all written out. It's like it's like take out the garbage, 
all right, complete this project, um, have X amount of guests on the show, and then go to Paris to find a girl. I'm like, did you have a dream? Like a, a sci-fi novel? I know what I saw. I've seen it in my dreams. It's out there. It's out there for me. You just got to make it happen. Like, all right. Oh I my literally, God. since I was 14, had that dream. Like, <laughs> yo, I'm about to say, yo, most of us when we're 14, our dream is like, yo, I want to get a Benz one day. Like, <laughs> I want to nope. drive the big body Benz with the <laughs> Drew nope. was like, yeah, y'all go ahead and drive your little shitty car. Nah. I'm going to France. I'm going to Paris. Open that speaks French with English. Green, can they be contact or would that feel like a lie? Like, no, yeah, I was yeah, lying. I need straight. I need natural. I need to poke your eye and Man, nothing fall out. You, know, <laughs> okay, you, are, you gonna go? You gonna go to like a genetics lab? Like yeah, what? what? <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh man, that's yo, I just at fourteen. I just wanted a Range Rover in a chain. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I wanted a herringbone, man. That's all I wanted. <laughs> herringbone. I wanted the Rockefeller chain. Yo, J- J- JC said, "Get the four point six because the four point oh ain't shit." Like, that's what I wanted, man. <laughs> oh, oh my god, okay. that's great. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing! That's amazing. Talking about, talk about my French girl. Um, what is uh, who, who is your celebrity crush? Uh, don't have one. Uh, he's a lion. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was going to say, I was going to say that because it was Jessica Williams. <laughs> it was Jessica Williams until the uh, that until whatever. But uh, I I always used to say Jennifer Hudson. Pre weight watchers, Jennifer Hudson, because yeah, that's how the fuck I get down. But. Uh, <laughs> wherever, oh wherever Kelly Rowland is, I will be there to support Kelly Rowland. And I mean, I feel like Meg, Meg the Stallion is too easy because that, that's the that's, the that's everybody's crush. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. But I'm, I'm going. I'm going to stick with. I'm going to stick with Kelly Rowland and Jennifer Hudson. Pre-way watchers. That's so that's like. Cool. Meg the Stallion was like, it was like, yeah, like, of course, like Meg looks incredible. Yeah. And then it was like, then I saw her on Twitter talking anime, and I was like, yeah. wait, oh, well, hold on, 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 <laughs> it, was like, it was like, man, man, Meg be out here working. I was like, yo, Meg be out here watching anime, yeah. Like, what you talking about? She, she, got, she got a premium right? account. She got a premium account, yo. That's when you know it's real. Yeah. That's when you know it's real. You paying for Funimation? Shit. Oh um, celebrity <laughs> crush. Oh, man. Oh, uh, I know yours. Ayanna Pres- uh, is Ayanna Presley? Am I saying her last name wrong? The, the congresswoman? The, the African-American adored one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she she's on the Rushmore now. Um, <laughs> I mean, a lot of mine, a lot of mine have not changed from when I was much younger because they're, <laughs> because, because they're in Hollywood and they look damn near the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, Ayanna probably is probably one of my new the newest entry. Um, but uh, for for the longest, my biggest crush was Lisa Bonet, and that has not changed. Um, uh, that has not changed. <laughs> Uh, yo, back in the day, yo, I was, I was, I was an early adopter from like different world. Um, uh, well, hell, there was like four women on different world. This is just, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, when, when Jada was on there, oh, I was like, who was that? Who yeah. that? Back, back. Wait, 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 yeah, wait, wait. I can't get down with the red table. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> red, it's a lot. red table's a whole lot, man. Red table's a whole lot. I didn't know it would be like this. I didn't know. I mean, that Will Smith meme is like the meme of the year, dude. I love the meme. I, love the meme. I think that, take, I love that. Took, that almost took away the Michael Jordan crying face. That's like... I, mean, almost, almost, I, mean, I think it's the new one. I think it's the yeah. new one. I think yeah. it's going to be the new one. Because now now the Jordan meme is replaced with like from the from the last dance shit of yeah. like, it's not about the crying meme, it's the... Laughing this shit, um, but yeah, man. When I saw when I saw Will's face, I hadn't even watched the thing. When I saw that meme, I was like, "Oh, I'm oh, hurt. yeah, I'm hurt." I'm hurt. <laughs> you caught a heavy ass. Oh, That's hurt. a heavy one. You gotta oh, lift that one yeah. with two hands. Heavy ass. <laughs> Celebrity crush. <laughs> the same celebrity crush for like twenty plus years, which is Lisa Bonet because she looks <laughs> insanely good. Hundred so, yeah. percent. Understand. Who would you say? Wait, 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 wait. I want to add Janelle Monae on there as well. I just remember that I want to add Janelle Monae on there as well because oh, yeah. she's also she's also a Green Lantern that was uh, by uh, got created to be a Green Lantern by uh, Jamal Campbell and AK Jemison. So yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna we're gonna addendum that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Who is your um? Who is your favorite artist? And I want to preface this by saying it, the artist doesn't need to be like a musical artist. It can be a. It can be, a drawer, a painter, it could be an, a person who does photography, it could be somebody who dances, who sings, like anybody could, that conveys emotion when you see their art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I really fucked with Homeboy Sandman for a very long time. Uh, yeah. That was his music. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, I... All right, uh, George Marukawa. It's uh, he's probably my favorite manga writer. Uh, he writes uh, this uh, this boxy manga called Hajime no Ippo. To me, uh, I, I, I was gonna call. Yeah, I gonna, yeah, man. I, back in back in two thousand nine. Oh, we got. Am I gonna defend this right now? No, what no, no. That's my that's oh, one of my favorite okay, that nobody okay. know about. Okay. Nobody knows that, about that. Uh, I, Will, I was on a call with the Ayende. Um, maybe it was last week or the week before last week, and we just caught up on. Um, we just caught up on, Haj- on Hajime no Ippo. There's a picture of us from Na- the National Poetry Scene where he's, te- he's talking to me about this manga. And I was like, I'm not really into boxing, but my dad likes it, but I'll, or I'll give it a try. That was back in 2009. It is, it is, it is 2020 now. And it is, it, I, I can go back and read that at any point. I don't even need, I don't even need an arc, man. That's, it is the most, to me, it is the most beautiful long story uh, telling over, this is over years, but it's not, not even like, oh, I'm doing this for the money. This is like, this is fucking art. And then like yeah. people ain't even dying in this shit. People lose a boxing match, but you fucking yeah. feel that shit. And he's talking about like CTE and a character that's like, all right, all right, he's retired, but like maybe he wants to come back. And like so many elements yeah. and everybody fighting for their own reasons. It's I, George Mara Cover is the fucking man for this shit. Now it, it, it is criminally to me, criminally underrated. Like he is writing the fuck fireballs out your hands. Fuck Dragon Ball. Fuck Demon Slayer. I love you. I'll, I'll put you as number two. Like this is, this is fucking genius. And the research too, it's such great storytelling. So yeah, I'll give, I'll give it to George Mark Howard. He's yeah, probably there, my there was one point in Ipo where, and this is because I used to do a, some martial arts when I was younger, that Ipo just, he got punched in the head and his eyes turned glazed over. Yeah. And, yeah. He just, like his, and it just like depicted how like getting knocked out feels. Yeah. Because it's not like, it's not like 
it's like it's like a head and body thing. It's like mm. shut off. Yeah, and then exactly. everything else comes off after that. And I was like, oh damn, he was good. At I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, a second. That triggers my shit. It's like, oh shit. We're like, mm-hmm. you feel that shit. Oh man. Um, favorite artists. Um, there's a. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll name a couple. Um, one is is uh, Misty Copeland, who's a ballerina, and. Uh, just because for mostly like what she symbolizes, right? Just, yeah. you know, she was too tall to be a ballerina. She was mm-hmm. too, you know, and let's, I mean, let's call it what it was in subtext. She was too black to be a ballerina. And like, mm-hmm. um, she's just like one of these people that's like the, just the best at what she does um, that does not, has not followed the blueprint of anyone before her kind of a thing. Exactly. Um, and so, so Misty Copeland be one. Um, because I'm a big film nerd, um, Akira Kurosawa uh, um, would be probably my favorite film director. And that's not that's not like a obscure choice. I think most people, a lot of people that are like big film buffs will say Akira Kurosawa, um, like some Samurai and Ron and King Lear, like just like um, he, you, most, a, a lot of, a, your favorite, he's your favorite director's favorite director, right? Yes, like, exactly. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's someone that is, is automatic study material and like very hard to duplicate in the storytelling um, and what he could get out of performances as well, right? So I think those, those would be my two entries. What would be the name of your autobiography? <laughs> oh, shit. Not dead, but still trying. <laughs> figured out how not to lose <laughs> um, that's actually a good shirt yeah yo that's that's a that's a quote from uh secret Hickman. wars man it's mm-hmm. like you you can't win you got to figure out how not, no, not to, lose. to lose and like omar and i say that to each other all, all the time. time it's like all right but this shit ain't working we got to figure out how to get around it um that's a that's a from another favorite artist as a writer. Um, that's from one Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's just a that that quote is going to be used from by me and and Omar right to the end. Forever, <laughs> it's the opener from a book. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a this is going to be a hard one for you guys, or maybe it's not a hard one. If you had to choose one superpower, what would it be? Speed. Speed, because I want to okay. get everything done. But also, what people sometimes don't well, has, as it's been broken down one time, uh, there was a dude, uh, there was a speedster, and he had he put up he put together a bunch of cell phones mm-hmm. uh, in five minutes. That was his job, manufacturing. He was he was putting uh, five minutes. All right, cool. He's like, oh, all right, I'm done. Let's go eat. And then his friend, uh, Prodigy, it was in a new X Men, I think. Yeah, he was like, oh, you did that really Young Avengers. He was like, oh, you did that really quickly. Like that was only like, it only took like five five minutes. He's like, it feels like five minutes for you. To me, that's two weeks of uh, of work. Mm. So time, it's mm. it's it is re- it's it's different. It's relative to the to the speedster stuff. But I think there's so many ways it can be used instead of just running fast. Like all right, you can read and absorb fast, uh, re- yeah. absorb information faster, register things, like speed up your mind as well. Like I think I think that's why I uh, m- more so for like a a mental uh, mental ability mm. uh, instead of just physical. Yep. And I think there's, I mean, there, I know there's like some comic book characters with it, but I think um, probably <laughs> like cell, cell regeneration and duplication, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, being able to basically be able to create 
from 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 touching something, from replicating something. Um, Wait, create what? Like you talking about like reality on a molecular? Like on a, I mean, I mean, I'm not Wanda. <laughs> you I'm not like, like Scarlet Witch. Um, but uh, no, like physical objects, right? Like being mm-hmm. able to um, replicate and create things in that way. Um, it's like molecular man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, I need to find a figure out a character that has this. And <laughs> I couldn't, I was diving in my well of knowledge and I was like, there's nobody I could think of. Or Molecule Man, I should say. I Molecule, Molecule Man. Man. Yeah, yep. my fault. Um, if you had a chance to visit a fictional world, which one would you visit? Oh, fucking hell. What kind of two? What kind of might be the safest bet? Um, I mean, but that fictional world is the Marvel universe. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's going crazy every day. <laughs> every day, yeah. Tony, Tony Stark have you, seen, have you seen the boys? <laughs> have you seen the boys? I, I read the I read the book. I haven't seen the show yet. Um, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll probably watch it next. Soon, you, you, you'll 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 mess with it, man. Yeah, good. Yeah, that dude from Banshee's there, uh, Anthony Starr. I yeah. fucking love that dude. The whole He's, thing uh, about it. The whole thing about it really is. I really like about it, is putting. Superheroes in real life. Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That really like the. This is not big like spoiler, but one thing, main thing is that a speedster runs through somebody, yeah. right? Like and not like runs through like he's a speedster, like he. I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, he like runs oh, through. Man. I'm like demolishes them. Yeah. So I'm like I'm like that. But it's also it's first, super the first real. With the Flash, like he getting used to his powers, he ran his <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I'm not bothering. I'm not phasing. People? Where are those people? Like, <laughs> are they yeah, man. It has to it's, be a couple casualties. It's it's good. I love. I like uh, I, the thing. I like about the kind of like putting it in a modern, a contemporary setting. Superheroes is like the market. It's like a marketing machine, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so they're like, if superheroes existed today, they'd be like making movies about themselves and yeah. like. Mm-hmm. You know all these sponsorships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what world would I want to visit? Fictional world. Um, God, so much fiction is based upon terrible. People. Yeah, Literally. I want to go to Attack on Titan. I don't want to go to Demon Slayer. I don't want to go to. No. Maybe my hero. Uh, 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 yeah, actually, my hero is actually not. But I feel like that'd be, that'd be too like. It's too happy over here. I, 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 need, I need a little bit of despair. <laughs> I need a little bit of despair. How about Food Wars? The Food Wars universe. You get good food. And, <laughs> My wife and I have been watching all that the fan too. Service and all the fan service. Every, yeah, I don't know. I don't you, know get, I mean. you went for the food and you got a show. You, you know got what? You just gave me that idea for, for, for an article because I can't be talking to you, man. I'm trying to have a serious conversation with you. <laughs> you and your tiramisu. Ah, you bust all over like fan for. <laughs> <laughs> oh god what uh what i, well, I can't no nah, man um, um man that's a really good one yeah it's hard i'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think if there's any video game universe i mean because oh, yeah yeah let's take it to man. Man. I was like uh I might t- shit i might take it to sashima help out my man jin sakai <laughs> Like yeah, I'm in Tsushima because when he gave that speech, like yeah, for the fucking ghost, I'm for the ghost. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah, let's go. Let's take these fucking invaders out, man. Yeah, hell yeah, give me Tsushima. Ah oh, man, yeah, I was thinking of video games. Like I'm playing or Disney. <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn on the PC right now. 
and it's a gorgeous world, but goddamn, it's brutal. Um, <laughs> if I was as skilled as Alloy, then that, that, that'd be kind of dope. Like, yeah, let me get my own Longhorn to like ride around as I'm out. Um, that'd be, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Horizon Zero Dawn. I love oh. that. I love how that world is built. Um, I, I, I am, I gotta be the apex predator, but like, but yeah, that world is dope. So last question. Um, okay. I need, this is the last meal of your life, right? Last meal of your life. This is what you're going to eat. This is it. I need an app. I need an entree and I need a dessert. Jesus. What you having? I'm just having macaroni and cheese the way my mom made it. And I'm good. You can send me, I don't even need the rest. <laughs> just give me that wow. macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That is, I'll have that as the appetizer. I'll have that as the main and I'll have that as the motherfucking dessert too. <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, actually, uh, actually, you know what? I'll do. My wife, uh, my, my wife makes uh, butter chicken, so I'll do. I'll do because I'm gonna be. If I'm dying, fuck it. So we're gonna do macaroni and cheese. We're gonna do the butter chicken and. Uh, uh, well, this is your final row for your final meal because as a speedster, you ran straight through somebody. <laughs> Dude, and the food's gonna go through me because of the metabolism. I'm not even gonna. I'm like, I'm, it's gonna like. I'm not even gonna enjoy that shit. <laughs> uh, dessert. Give me a upside down pineapple cake. My yeah, yeah, that was my that's my favorite cake. Oh man. Um. So okay, so I'm gonna be sound so much bougier than oh my. Oh yeah, let's go. Well, give me, <laughs> yeah, give me the, the cream brulee appetizer. Appetizer. I'll probably have to go with. A 74 Blanc <laughs> wine. <laughs> oh, you know, it's a real wine. <laughs> right, me neither, because I don't drink. Um, <laughs> Just to look at. Me neither, me neither. Uh, I do. It's and, not. It's not. <laughs> appetizer. God, am I going to go with just straight seafood on this? Because appetizer, I would want um, shrimp cocktail, for sure. Um... My entree would either be crab legs or oh damn no it's, it's Aquaman out here I know right well Aquaman would not approve <laughs> um what did he eat they just they, leave they more, they more, they more probably don't care <laughs> but Aquaman would not like that shit um, uh, as an entree either either crab legs or um. Uh, lasagna is one of my favorite meals. Uh, my mom, my mom makes a pretty good lasagna, um, and so I probably would go with that. And then, as a dessert, it's a dessert. Uh, my grandmother that passed away, she used to make, um, she used to make a peach cobbler that was uh-huh. that like no one, no one in the family has been able to replicate since. That is um, the worst. And so, so yeah. it's like, so like, like yeah. legit. I'll never taste. you never again. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. And so that's that. That would be my dessert. Um. So that was the last question for shots fired. Hold on one second. I can get my. All right. I feel the same way about the upside down pineapple cake. Will that's my my <laughs> like it's uh. So the way mom's made it, man. I I, I you can't. You can't go back into time for that. Man. You have to remember the last time. But if you're if you're a speedster, you can. And <laughs> you know what? That's how you get. But don't do it because that's how you get flashpoint. That's how you get yep. flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Omar, don't be trying to go back and get the outside. 
<laughs> you know? If I'm going back in time, you know where I'm going. Transatlantic slave trade. We stopping all that shit. I don't whatever be the future be damned. That's the first thing I'm stopping. Whoever wants to go back in time to stop the slave trade. It's always Hitler. I'm like, you can do that. And I'm pretty sure like you know, it'll trickle down to prevent his bullshit too. Like <laughs> you want to go all the way yeah. want to kill Hitler. I'm like, yeah. I get you, but let's go back first. There is mad shit, man. We can keep going. If we go back further, then like we can stem some other shit out of here. But like, yes, let's let's go back to the slave trade, please. Yeah. All right, I got one more thing here. Um, it's called um, this or that. Okay. And this or that is just basically like two options. You choose which one you like better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. This or that. Hot or cold? Fuck. Cold. I like, I like. I like. I like bundling. <laughs> I like bundling, so I'll go. Ah, uh, uh, shit! But I don't like ah, ah, hot. Because uh, uh, I, I, I walk. Yeah, hot. I'm go, I'll walk around in my joints. I don't care. Let's do it. Hot. <laughs> I do like bundling too. Yeah, you're. Uh, you can't when it's too hot. You can't take like if, if, if you hot, you, you got no clothes on already. I know you can't take nothing else off. But then, so, but you know what? I I don't mind where you're just like it's hot and you're just like working out. And she's like, nah, fuck we. This is this is when they make a movie of my life. They're gonna go to this scene right here. Not like yeah, actually, shit. That's montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, fly, fly or breathe underwater. Fuck. Fly. Give me fly. fly. I don't like water. Fly. fly. I don't trust. Yeah. I don't trust water. We don't. We don't, we don't mess with that. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 to me, my ancestors down there. We gonna fly. Yeah. We gonna fly. <laughs> Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. Hulu. Um, yeah. Only because uh, Hulu has a better anime backlog Ooh. right now. Ooh. Um, well, but Netflix, I feel like Netflix, um, originals are still better. Like Hulu originals are not particularly great. Um, there's a couple, um, but not really. Uh, I just, I've watched the lion's share of, oh, okay. Here, here's the decider. If we're talking anime, Mm -hmm. Netflix has the worst subtitles in anime of any streaming service. It is a travesty. You all time, all time. YouTube has better subtitles. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, and, seriously, it, YouTube, yeah. and that's and that's like some sixteen year old kid adding them himself. <laughs> <laughs> like to some shit, man. Like Netflix has notoriously bad subtitles yeah. to anime. Um, like yeah, yeah. I go so that gives my slight edge to Hulu, but like Netflix originals are are still okay. better. Um, lights on or lights off? Yeah, we're gonna keep them shits on. Yeah, I'm a lights off dude. I'm a lights off dude. I keep enough electronics on. <laughs> I live by the glow of electronics. Right. That's how I know the machines are coming to kill me. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a, I, when when possible when not recording a podcast. Lights sure. on. I'm, 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 I want to see everything. You ain't gonna hide around the corner to get me. I saw that shadow move. Nah, I see you. <laughs> I see you. DC or Marvel? Ah, fuck, man, that's really hard. Do I even do I have a Marvel? I do have a Marvel tattoo. I got them both. Uh, I start Mara Marvel. Okay, good, good. 
Ah. It's hard. It's really hard because I Green Lantern would be my that was my intro to 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 DC, and I I still fuck. That's my first tattoo too. But like, I had to list. Oh yeah, is it so complicated? Like my top five comic book arcs. I think it goes like three to Marvel. Yeah, like mm. it's, it's it's not it's not a blowout. I think I go with Marvel, but barely. Um. But some of the stuff that I return to time and time again is on DC, but I go with Marvel slightly. Okay. Superman or Batman? I hate I hate them both. Can I can I get Green Lantern instead? I'm not a <laughs> <laughs> Can I get I, I, you gave me yeah, you gave me two of the you, I hate them both. I don't it's not, I don't like them. I don't like either of them. Uh Batman for me. Um mm-hmm. I'm still a Batman stand when it's in the right hands. I'll get give me like 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 Rihanna throwing that water cash that dude. Like, give, me, give me give me give me fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Superman needs as far as like the writing on Superman for me. Like I I, I think there was a really interesting arc where you had Superman as a father, where mm-hmm. it was Jonathan Kent. I thought like when they first started that arc and what it means for him to see his powers in his son um, mm. was a really good turn. And like, there's been some people that have done some really good stuff with Superman. Like, um, oh shoot, I, I feel bad because I'm I, I reviewed it for the site. I reviewed it for BNP. There's a, a YA novel about Superman mm. um, that basically tells this story as an immigration story. Ah. Um, and it's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. So you can do some unique stuff with Superman. I just think I just think if we put a composite of the best writing that's been done on each character, um, especially in the last 10 years, Batman's taking out. Just great, great writing on Batman. So I, I would go with Batman. Okay. Um, Iron Man or Captain America? Steve Rogers. The only thing that gives me pause is I know Steve Rogers has said nigga before. You know he did. Nice. You know <laughs> Everybody, you know, they've addressed that too. Uh, it's, it's, funny, it's funny that that's a running joke. Uh, I think it was, I think it was, it was, was it Reginald Hudlin? I think it was Reginald Hudlin in uh, Flags of Our Fathers. Uh, the story is told more so through the eyes of uh, Gabriel from Holland Commandos, this black yeah. dude, and he's, uh, they have to infiltrate Wakanda. <laughs> Good luck. And mm-hmm. Captain America gets fucking washed by uh, T'Chaka's uh, grand- grandfather. Grandfather, his, yeah. His, 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 T'Chaka's father. Father, had to be his father. Uh, yeah, Azari the Wise. And, um, and they become boys. And, uh, and Gabriel the entire time is like, he's black. And he's like, why am I being asked to be the one to infiltrate here? Is it because I'm the best? It's cause, just because I'm black or because I'm the best for this job? And like they all work this shit out and shit. And Azari, like, he actually fucks with uh he fucks with Steve Rogers, like, yo, you represent an ideal. Not what America, what America should be, not what it could be. You represent that, but not yet. And also he trusts him with this um a piece of vibranium and shit. And then Gabriel becomes one of like Gabriel, like Wakanda fucks with Gabriel. He's like an honor, like an honorary member for years as well, too. So but like that in that dynamic, uh when Fury's like, yo, what did uh he doesn't get Fury doesn't get any information from Wakanda from Gabriel. Or from Steve Rogers either, and so like that, his allegiance is with uh, with them, which is why. I, and I'm like, hey, works for me. I don't always want to. This motherfucker racist or not? That works. That works for me. But I really, I, it, the 9/11 issues what did it for me when uh, uh, 
let's that's fucking propaganda. Let's get that off the you know off mm-hmm. the jump, off the rip. Uh, mm-hmm. They brought Captain America back. He's versing a dude that's a terrorist at home and shit. One of the illest fucking things was uh, after he was done at that at that 9-11 site, they're like, yo, we need you back in the field. And he's like, all right, this is the terrorist, name's this. Uh, Captain America was running through a minefield. He couldn't, he's like, I can't even, he's like, trip wires are bad enough when you can fucking see. And uh, he couldn't even see. He jumped on his shield, used the mines as a propellant. And before he jumped out for the mission, uh, Nick Fury tells him, yo, be careful. He's a, mo- he's, he's, this is, he's different. He's a monster. Captain America jumped out the fucking plane. So am I. No parachute. No parachute. <laughs> I'm like this. I'm like this. Yo, Steve. That was it. I'm like I'm Steve Rogers. I man, I think most of the time I would go with Steve Rogers. Iron Man is unique, man. Iron Man is super yeah. unique in in kind of any any kind of cinematic universe or any kind of comic universe, man. I think. I think it's not unique finding like a billionaire, you know. Yeah, that's a you know um, superhero, right? Obviously, but one that does not hide a secret identity, one that does yeah. not like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. like crash. One, one that and like you know, like you know. So usually the easy equivalent is you know for DC is Batman, yeah. um, but like Batman, they never like fucked around with the world to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, not no, really. That's, no, not, no, that's not part of his personality. The OMAC, remember the, OMAC, the Infinite Crisis, the OMAC shit, though. Yes, that's yes, I, but but yeah. not as but not as a. I'm bored, and okay, I wonder. Yeah, okay. if, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, like, right, oh, this shit could destroy the world. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, let me yeah, go yeah, ahead yeah. and fix that. Right, like I, uh, I mean, so I always make this joke to Omar that like 90 percent of the problems that happen in Marvel, oh, yeah. Tony Stark fucks something up. Um, <laughs> But like I like that about him, right? Like I like this this idea of this tinkerer, this uh, kind of thing. Um, I'm gonna go with Tony Stark. I'm gonna go with Tony Stark. I'm gonna go Iron Man. Oh, one more thing on Steve Rogers and that and that flags of our fathers. Uh, there's a scene where Gabriel is eating, uh, like he's eating, right? And uh, he's like he finished the bowl, and um, oh yeah, he, he, he finished the bowl. Steve Rogers comes sits next to him, and he's about to move. He's like, "Yo, where are you going?" And he's like, "Oh, I should, no, 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 we're cool." And he's talking to him. And he's like, oh, are you done with that? Because I need, he's like, I need a spoon. Are you done with that? Yeah, well, I'll go watch it. No, that's good. And he grabs the spoon and starts eating, uh, just eating, like, after Gabriel. And then, like, that little moment was, I was like, and it was, you could tell it was written by, like, a, I mean, yeah, it was a black author that wrote it uh, in Hudlin. But I was like, that's, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. that, 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 and that's what, like, it's something so small, right? But, like, yeah. that is what make, make, it meant all, what, what meant the world. And then Gabriel even was like, does this motherfucker not know the time you're living in? What the fuck? And, like, <laughs> Um, X Men or Fantastic Four? X Men, X Men, X Men. Okay, Fantastic Four is dope. And fantastic, like my favorite versions of Fantastic Four are the are the are the Fantastic Four teams that aren't the original Fantastic Four. Yeah, like, like, my favorite version, yeah. yeah. And like, I actually like I like the kids. I like mm. <laughs> I like uh, Reed and, and Val's kids more than I like Reed, <laughs> Reed and Val. But um. Uh yeah, X Men X Men by a mile, um, which is almost not fair because there's like eighty members, but yeah, like, yeah. um, <laughs> even the core the core X Men team, like yeah, X Men. Reed has done a lot of fucked up shit along with Tony though, just more low key about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, for sure. So, w- would you go Joker or Apocalypse? Apocalypse, 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 Apocalypse. Why am I thinking of Apocalypse? Apocalypse. 
Oh, I'm thinking a dark side. Oh, apocalypse. Okay, got it. Got it. Oh, you meant dark side? Dark side, yeah. Apocalypse was the the guy that beat Superman. No, no, no. You're right. No, no, no. Apocalypse was X Men. Doomsday beat Superman. You're right. Apocalypse. Okay. Uh, I might go. Uh, apocalypse is got the way Hickman's writing Apocalypse. It makes it hard not to side with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, apocalypse, because my man. I mean, at the root of it, it's for he has a cause, like the betterment of mutants and shit like that. He goes about it a fucked up way. Like there's like there is a method to the to what there's a method to this madness. I mean, it's still madness, but there's a method to it. Joker is just for me. Like oh, we, we, this is chaos, baby. This is uh, we all just and that's why that's why I picked Joker. Mm. That's why I picked Joker. I don't need I don't need a tragic backstory of why you are doing this this crazy thing mm-hmm. that might put the world at stake. I love the fact that Joker just wants to see the world burn, and mm-hmm. like there was uh, there's a lot of like there's some really good Joker stories, and um, Snyder Snyder in his run, uh, Scott Snyder probably told one of my favorite versions of Joker. Um, the horror horror one yeah we're like where he had batman flipping out batman basically thought the joker was like highlander and like lived for like hundreds of years and shit he was like was he here tell me was he here (laughs) like in the 1400s and shit um but like when he was when he had that fight with them when they're fighting below the pit and 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 joker is fucking batman up mm-hmm. he's like i know what you're thinking was he always this fast did was i always holding back all these years and like yeah. all this other shit i'm like man like the joker can be so, because he is chaos incarnate he can be so many things um and 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 like i just i just i think it's fascinating because we always get a villain that's got a backstory that like explains why they do what they do mm-hmm. you know even mm-hmm. it's like you know they're doing this for the wrong reasons like that's become kind of the staple of a bad of the antagonist now and i just love that you just like i think the joker's still unique in that he's just like you don't know why he's, do- he's doing what he does because that's the only way he knows how to live the only yeah. way he knows how to like live day to day is to cause as much chaos as possible um and so, like, I enjoy the uniqueness of the Joker in that. I never kept counting the bodies, but I know you did, Batman, and I love you for it. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Um, would you go Naruto Uzumaki or um, Ichigo? Oh, well, oh okay. I don't think neither one of us are big Bleach fans. So. Yeah, no, uh, okay, no okay. easy one. I will go. I thought, yeah, that's the easy one for Naruto. I thought you were gonna say Deku. And I was like, oh, that's the. I'm on. That's Deku's. Oh, I might go Deku. I mean, I mean, to flip, to flip this, to flip this, to flip this. What's the what's your what's your what's your top? Which uh, uh, we want to go as far as five. What's your top five shonen protagonists? Oh yeah, yeah, good point. Tanjiro's at the top. Tanjiro's my number one, and yeah. people are gonna be mad, but Tanjiro's my number the one. He's the Tanjiro's most, my number one. The most earnest. I, I believe he's a genuinely good kid. Like I, 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 I believe it, and not like just because he's written that way. Like no, I believe this motherfucker's like. And he's not, my, and he's yeah. not ruled by ambition. Like which is which is why yeah. I put him above Deku because he doesn't. Ambition is not one of the things that drives him. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. He has the most empathy of any like shonen yep. hero we've ever seen. Pretty oh much. Oh my god. Um, like if I just did a, of those three that we've mentioned, I would I would go and I, and I love me some Naruto, but I would go Tanjiro, Deku, Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, those, Wait, those, 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 where's, where's Tanjiro from? Uh, Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. Demon, Demon Slayer. Slayer. 
Yeah. Watch yeah. that shit, Drew. Watch <laughs> that shit. Change your fucking life. Change your life. Change your fucking life. <laughs> and it's Yo. good. All four, like to me, all four of the main character, uh, the main characters, the crew is like they're all different versions of Rock Lee. They're all yeah. like Rock Lee types in a sense. Yeah. And Tanjiro yeah. is definitely one, and he's rocking green, so you know he's a green boy. <laughs> a, uh, Demon Slayer has this super unique way of making you feel. Even when shit goes bad, you feel some kind of triumph at the end, mm-hmm. right? Like compared to like Attack on Titan, oh where it's God. like despair for forty episodes, and oh then you God. get a breakthrough. Somebody right? is the most happy. depressing thing in the world, and then it's like, but we beat one Titan. It's oh, like, ah, yeah. Right? like, yeah, it over, took eighty of us. It over took eighty of us. Three hundred dead. Cool. Yeah. Um, but like Demon Slayer has this weird way of making you feel triumphant even when the the situation is not called for that yet. And Tanjiro is a big reason for that. You just I never I never want to root so hard for mm-hmm. a protagonist like a dude Tanjiro. I yep. just want him, I just I just want boy to succeed. I just want him to do right. I just want him to succeed, man. That's all I like I'm trying to I'm trying to put him through college after all this is done, right? Like I just wanna <laughs> I'm trying to that cold. That I, got, I, I think that's going to be. I need. I needed a new anime, and that's going to be. That's going to be the, Demon, the one. Yeah, I make Demon Slayer top of your list right. for okay. sure. The manga just finished too, so it's not even like. Yeah, it's not particularly long. Yeah. Okay. Um. Would you say Goku or Vegeta? Omar, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be very short because I'm I I'm not a big DBZ fan only because I have not like invested like I'm yeah. I'm I'm invested I'm invested in the lore but I just haven't watched it through it up. Um, <laughs> Anissa is my homie. She loves yeah. Vegeta. I'm going to go with Vegeta until I know different. Yeah. Um, because it's also one of my favorite gifts of just staring into the rain. Well, <laughs> so I'm gonna yeah yeah yeah. I mean right but, um, until until I have more knowledge, that's going to be my default answer. I feel like technically Vegeta is the better character between the two because my man is Goku is just trained and it, it feels like the Deus as Deus as Deus as Machina where um, he just oh he just transforms to get more powerful like oh it's just a thing I do and it's like man fuck you Vegeta I had to str- I struggled for me to get Super Saiyan when all these motherfuckers they go Super this dude came from the future and just came back oh I'm a Super Saiyan what the fuck like. And, <laughs> But also, he's like he grew to be like the better husband, the better father, yep. the better. Yep. He really, he's really grown all this time. Whereas Goku, uh, Goku's like, I'm just here to fuck niggas up. Like, what's up? But hey, yeah. I, and putting the world in danger. It's, it's Vegeta, man. Also, and also, I, how how can I not root for a guy where he became Super Saiyan because he was crying? He, my man was the prince of all saints. He was crying. He's like, I don't even care anymore. And then that's what did it. That was like that letting go was the catalyst for him trying to transform. Mm. <laughs> Like is the better character. You are right. He he did become like better father too and a better, yeah. better husband. Jay Z or Nas? Oh man. Oh, uh, oh God, man, we're trying to start fighting. I know I know more Jay Z things then Nas but I really I will never forget that summer where God's son came out and Nas just went at everybody I that was like a one-man <laughs> army I I can never 
I can never forget that. I oh, here, here's here's oh man, God, it's hard. Jay-Z I, has the better hits though. Not, okay, God, Mainstream I don't know. Who's, I don't know who's gonna want to fight me on this. Um, because because I, because I, because I you know I've listened to all of them both of them extensively and blah blah. I think Nas is the better rapper. I think yeah. he made the better choices for his career. Yeah. And yes. I think I think it's easy to conflate those because um I mean Jay-Z never really had a moment where he Jay-Z never had a moment where his production dictated people being like, oh, he don't he's done, he fell off. Right. Mm-hmm. And Nas had like a run of that where <laughs> not yo, not Nas doing Uchi Wally was like the death nail. We were like, oh, he's never coming back. He's never coming back. I is mean, it one like, mic or is it Uchi Wally? <laughs> I, was thinking, I, was, I was literally thinking about this the other day, man. I was like, I can't believe because I was just listening to a bunch of old school shit, um, somewhat old school shit. Um, I can't believe I was literally, I was literally listening to Spotify, mowing the grass in my headphones. And when the song comes on, and I was like, I can't believe they made 50 Cent put a song called Disco Inferno on an album called The Massacre. Oh, yeah. And that made me think about that made me think about, you know, you know, DMX and Party Up, right? Like, like Uchi Wally buried Nas. Like it was like this big commercial hit, but like all all the hip hop heads were like, oh, he's done. Yeah, <laughs> and not only not only to have like a super ridiculous, you know, obvious club mainstream yeah. song, but for your verse to be terrible on it, just mm-hmm. like we thought Nas was done, we thought Nas was done, and then we and then Jay Z came and like put nails in the coffin, right, for a second, and so I still think Nas is the better rapper. Like I think we, I can't remember, maybe we were talking about this. Omar, I can't believe, I don't know if we were, we were talking about, about earlier. Remember, we were, we were talking about um, we were talking about Nas' first album. Yeah, yeah, Nas' first album and uh, how he, he uh, this he is opening with Raekwon. He has a song with, uh, was it Raekwon that you really yeah, liked? Yeah, like, Raekwon's album and, and like but, you know, Illmatic um, just like the way that, that the way that the album opens he, Nas, no one could marry a beat like Nas, man. Mm-hmm. Like early Nas was just felt unstoppable. And I still think from a talent perspective, Nas was the better rapper, but I do think Jay-Z has had the better career. Um and I think that was because Nas made some not great choices yeah. in his career. Yeah. Um because he wanted to sell more albums, which is which I 100% understand. Like he said to J. Cole when he said, uh, um, the, the made Nas, uh, let Nas down, let Nas down, which is yeah. my favorite. I listen to that more than the coach. And like, I, they, um, I'm just saying, um, what do you say? Uh, oh, what he says, like, you know, you're, you can do those freedoms in your fourth album. You can't do it in your first album. Like, I, I know, trust me. I'm, I'm just pointing that out. I wasn't like, it wasn't a hard, I wasn't dissing you. It was just a critique of you. I'm just trying to help you because I've been there before. And I'm like, I fuck like, ah. Oh! Yeah. That that makes me choose Nas. I not uh, ain't let Nas down as my shit, and, and that was a that was a clear cut like passing of the baton onto someone else. Which is how often do you yeah. see that in a song? Too, you might big up someone in a song, but how often is it a whole song dedicated to like, no, go, you didn't, let me, you did not let me. Like, 
I'll respond to them, no, you didn't let me down. Like, no, you you are you are on the right path. You are doing well. Like, you have my blessing. Like, take it. Like, Jay, have you ever seen Jay do something like that? I mean, the big empire that is Jay Z. Like, he is the and empire. That was, right? that was also the way they they went about their business, right? Yeah, In terms yeah. Of how different they are, and it's yeah. I don't even. I'm not even necessarily offering a critique of Jay either. It's just that, and and Grant, I'm a big Jay Z. Like, yeah, play Jay Z out, right? Um, you know it's a great song. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think I think it's hard to dispute that Jay had the better album, but yeah. I don't think I think Nas was the better rapper. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I I, That's I disagree, but it's okay. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um, this is by far my funnest episode and my longest episode at the same time. I just want to put the oh, yeah. right here. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm probably going to get cussed out in a couple of minutes. But um, we, I'm going like to get that. to my um, my last section. That was this and that. So this is mm-hmm. my last section of the podcast, which is the questions about life, love, and laughter. I'm just going to go okay. straight into life. I'm just going to mm-hmm. go into my weird question. Um, sure, so sure. My first weird question is, have you ever had an encounter with a ghost, spirit, or alien? Yeah. Or demon? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say ghost. Okay. Um. Yeah, I man, this 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 podcast is about to take a turn. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, um, man. yeah. Let's go. So I uh I came up. I was born in Akron, Ohio. Um, and uh, I lived in I lived in the city, or lived in city, um, or what would be called urban areas for for a lot of my early life <laughs> before I hit high school. And um, I just I've I've had a, had a lot of a lot of folks that passed. Um, you know, early, early for their age and um, for their time. And when I was young, so I'm talking like, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, man. Um, I felt like nightly I would, I would be visited, right? Dreams, whatever, that kind of thing. Um, so I believe, I believe in, I believe in, in those, at least in the base minimum, I believe in those energies surrounding us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially for those that have fallen, um, because I felt like that's what I experienced when I was younger. So, yeah. Uh, my mom told me one that happened. I'm going to skip that one because that's just dark as fuck. And uh, <laughs> uh, But I will go with the two that I uh, have uh, bore witness to. Um, I will never forget. I was second grade. I was in my I was in my bed, woke up and I saw my sister as this like tiny little angel. And this is a small lady, and she's just smiling at me. And I was just like, and I know, I know for a fact I was awake because I saw her. <laughs> I looked behind me, looking around, <laughs> and I said, I'm awake right now. Look back at her. She's still there smiling. And she just comes over me and swipes over. And I was like, and I, and I followed her. I was like, like it was a fucking shooting star. And I was like, I, like went to my, I ran to my mom's room. Like, yo, 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 yo. Like, uh, I don't know if you got to check on Casey or something, but, uh, I just saw her as an angel. Like, oh, Omar, you were sleeping. I was like, no, I was awake. I was awake. I don't know what the fuck that was about, but I was awake. Uh, the second time, uh, I remember I was, uh, where was I? I was in Newark. Uh, my mom had passed. Uh, it had been like maybe uh, a year or so, maybe a year or two. Um, maybe sooner. I was in bed, and uh, it just, I was, this time, I knew I was sleeping. Like, you know when you're like awake? In a, you're awake in a, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're sleeping or, you know, like, you know, like, oh, I can just right. like, and it's like, you're aware of up. the dream. You're yeah. aware. And it wasn't, like, I was, I was like, okay, I'm aware right now. 
I was back home. I was back in my, uh, I was back home, back in my, back in my room, uh, back when I was with my mom, back in my room and everything. And I could just feel someone sitting down next to me and patting my head. And, uh, and, and I, and I, and I just knew it was her. And uh, I could, I could, I could seriously feel it. I just felt like I was back home and I was like struggling to like, you know, now the hard part is like, we have to wake yourself up. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm, I'm sitting like, ah, and I'm trying to say, and then like, I'm just, mom. And I say it and then I and just, I look around and like, there's no, I was like, <laughs> and that was like the first time I said her name, like aloud too. So like, ah, fuck man. It'd been like, it'd been a, a good while. Yeah. So that was like, that had to be like a year, at least a year and a half uh, later. But like, I knew like, something someone was there i had to have been her and so like and so she used to sit down next to me when uh in bed to talk to me or whatever and i was just like mm. like and then you just it was just that that uh that feeling of trying to say something or i know what's happening and like ah i got it out okay yeah i know you're here ah there you go <laughs> yeah now you're going there okay that that is uh, <laughs> uh a fun question to have because mm-hmm. I feel like people, you know, they have these experiences, but they don't talk about it enough. Yeah, yeah. It's like shared shared experiences. Um, okay. Second second phase is love. Um, so I have a choice for you guys on this one. You either could tell me the worst breakup story you had or the worst (laughs) date you had. The worst worst what? Date? Worst breakup story you had or worst date. Man, I don't really have. Oh, oh yeah. No, but I was. I, was, I, was I mean, date first. I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I really had like bad dates. I've I've been peripheral to bad dates. Mm. Um, so I have funny stories that are someone else's story of bad dates. But uh, <laughs> Omar, you want to? I mean, <laughs> you want to lead off here? <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know if it was a bad break. Uh. No, nah, because I mean, in, in the hindsight, that breakup wasn't bad. The date uh, is the, I've been on a really bad date that was uh, it was it was bad. I uh, <laughs> I asked the asked the coworker out back when back in my Macy's shoe days. You know what I mean? Macy's Macy's women's shoes holla at me. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the, the, the best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I asked this one uh, coworker out on a date. It was cool. Um, went on a date. Uh, we uh, I I was t- took it to play pool. And so I, I, <laughs> I meet her at the mall and I guess it was supposed to be a double date or something. All right, which is cool. Uh, but then found, come to find out the other woman canceled. And so, all right. So I assume it would just be us two, but her friend <laughs> still can't. Wait, 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 wait. It gets better. It gets better. So I'm like, oh, what's up? Like, dude, Mike, okay. I'm like, fuck's he doing here? Like, what, what, like that? I thought you're, and he was, what's made it worse is that he was always trying to go out with that girl. And that she, I got to like, nah. say that probably, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. And not, 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 not the one I was on a date with, the, the one that canceled. The one that canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I was like, all right. So then we all, I guess I'm taking all three of us to go play pool right now. Okay, this is, we're here. We're here. It's 2000. <laughs> let's see. It's 2000. It's 2009. You know, whatever. All right, cool. And so we're playing pool. Um, and then I get, and then we're, we're, I knew it was going to be bad. We were walking to the car and dude said, uh, he hated the Heath Ledger Joker. I was like, I, cause I stopped. I was like, <laughs> it's like oh. I knew it was going to be a long day. 
You got another ride home? Yeah. Funny <laughs> How you getting home, B? How you getting home? Funny story about that later on, Will. We come back to the mall to go see a movie. Uh, she, her, her sisters get upset at her for some reason for being out, I guess. Uh, I'm not really sure. But uh, we walk, we have to go out of the movie now. Uh, and uh, she gets taken home by her sisters. It's just you and dude? <laughs> mind you, this happened at like mind you, this happened at like seven oh three p.m. The sun is still fucking out, yo. And I just see her in the back seat like this as she's as the car's being driven around, and, and I'm just like looking at dude, and I'm just like this. And he's like, all right, so yeah, uh, you mind give me a ride home? And I'm looking at dude, I'm like, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not at this point? And so, uh, I so 2009. I must be like 20. I'm either 23 or 20, 22 or 25. And I'm and, I, uh, and we're we're talking comics and um, not even not even in a fun way, man. We're, and I drive dude back home and I I, I park. I'm like, all right, man. And dude goes in and uh, I didn't see him. My man, my man had my man had to be pushing like thirty. I feel like he was in the body of a forty-two year old, but maybe he was like thirty. Maybe he was thirty. I don't know, but my man was older. And I and I, I stood and before and before driving, I I, I stayed because I, and I and I looked into his house because mostly because I couldn't I, I just couldn't believe the day that I've had. And then I watch him go in, and I see his I see his parents greet him. And I'm just, I, I lost it. I lost it. And Yo, I, as a citizen, did, did, like, did he did he wave to be like I made it? Okay. <laughs> Did he wave to me? Talking to me, guys. All right, I was, I just think of the sign like, I can't have that be me. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I, I feel like I've looked into like a mirror of what could be, and I, I can't have this. I cannot have this. It was that was the most horrible date. I to, uh, to like to this day. I cannot believe. Nah, man. The sisters just got her up out of there. Absolutely. Uh, it yeah. was, I mean, how many situations do you look back on like? Man, I should have just got up out of there. Yeah, like, I should, yeah. There's a league. I could probably off the top of my head, like think of like 15 situations from my past of being like, why didn't I just, just leave? Leave. <laughs> just leave. Just leave. That's all you needed to do. Was just like get up and leave. Had I know, I, I, <sighs> I'm trying to think. So I don't know if I had bad dates that like come to memory. <laughs> I don't even. So I mean, I'm. This is weird. Like I hadn't had. I didn't have like a breakup that was like bad, but I had like a really bad relationship that ended for us. And That's like, <laughs> yo, man, yo, <laughs> I was dating this woman. She, <laughs> we had an argument. <laughs> <laughs> we got an argument, and it used to be this is man. <sighs> I don't know what was going on with that will. That will was going through some hard times, man. Like I don't even recognize that nigga, man. Mm. Like I don't know. I don't know what was up with him, man. He he was he was having some hard times. Um, it used to be I would drive, and basically, I would drop myself off. Like I would, I was driving my car, and she would be in the car with me, and I would go to work. And if she wasn't working that day, she would take my car and then pick me up when I got mm-hmm. done working. Ooh, okay, it's gonna be good. And there was a situation where we were arguing on the way to drive. <laughs> to drop me off. And there's a situation where like I would have to get the only place we could get out or the drop off area. So you would come to a stop 
to be a street you could turn right and that's why i used to work at the hospital mm-hmm. i would get out and you'd have to cross the street and then the car would turn man she almost hit me with my Ooh. own car <laughs> i wonder if i knew this story <laughs> I foreshadowed that. <laughs> and I'm standing on the corner like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's driving away in my car and I can't do shit because she won't answer the phone and I gotta uh-huh. go to work. I gotta shift uh-huh. start in like five minutes. Uh-huh. So I'm at work just fuming. Like <laughs> eight hour shift just fuming. Uh-huh. Right? She come to pick me up. She acting like nothing happened, man. I'm like, no, 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 no. We are not gonna act like nothing happened. Um, and the most embarrassing part about that is I probably we probably dated for like another two months after that. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> someone acts like they're gonna hit you with their own car, like where else can you go from there, right? Yeah. Like just, yeah. I mean, the next step is like poisoning my chicken, right? Like, yeah. what else? What else is there to do from that? Um, and so that was just a relationship that just it was it was never going anywhere. And what how it ended was how it ended a lot less dramatically. We were we were in the car and we were of course arguing about something stupid, and she was mad at me for saying something that I didn't actually like. She misheard what I said, like a genuine mishearing oh. of what I said, right? Mm. and i was like i was like but that's not what i said and she's like well what you say? i was like this is what i said this is what i meant this is what i said and she was like oh and then she just stayed mad and i was like why why are we still arguing over yeah a thing that did that shouldn't have happened yeah well i just can't turn it off and on like that i said okay i said i think we're done yeah, <laughs> the upper reflection. Like, like I, I like I, well, I was dropping her off at her apartment. I pulled into the parking lot. I was like, ah, I think we're done. <laughs> she was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Yeah, I think I think we're done." <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like, and so so, and not to, not to give any. Not, I'm I'm just gonna say the term so it won't give away like the plot point of this. But you will notice. When you watch Demon Slayer, Drew, it was dead calm. It was like, yeah. that was my move. That was that yeah. was my move. It was dead calm. Like a calm came over. I was like, Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I think that I, was over. Yo, I know that calm. Like I wasn't yeah. even mad. I wasn't mad. I wasn't yeah. vengeful or nothing like yeah. that. I was just like, Yeah. Oh no, this this has to end. It's okay. like it's a snap. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> that realization where you just it's a snap. Like, oh, oh, how did I? Oh. Yep. So okay. that's my story. I don't have a bad breakup, but I had like a very bad relationship or very tumultuous relationship that just like dissolved. Yeah, that's bad when they try to hit you for your car. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can't go back. You can't come back from that. There's no coming back from that. I don't know There's if no I've ever back. been more upset at a romantic partner than that <laughs> moment. I was just like, you tried to hit me with, with my, my own car. car. If it was your car, I understand, you know, but if it's, it's not, you can't kill me with my, that's the yeah. weird. With my word. shit? My yeah. blood on my shit? <laughs> Where you gonna take that car way. afterwards? What are you gonna do with that car? <laughs> if it's your car, you could at least like leave the stage or some shit, right? Yeah, you you can be on the run. It, you know I mean? You're gonna be on the run in my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. Um, last but not least, laughter. Can you think of something that immediately comes to your head and makes you laugh? Oh, God. Or yeah, brings a smile time. to your face? I feel like a lot. Um, 
What you got, Omar? You got one? Um, <laughs> uh, let me let me think of the most. Oh, okay. Uh, let me think. Uh, one of my favorite. I I know Will. Okay, I know when Will doesn't like someone when he says, "I hate their guts." <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like it's such a simple phrase, but it's like. Will's like, no, you. I want you to let her know I hate her guts. I want everything <laughs> that your the contents of your body holds. I hate everything inside of that. So one time, Will was dealing with this. Uh, he was part of an organization, and they were meeting at his place, and he had to uh, he had to deal with a bunch of people, a bunch of different personalities and shit like that. And so they left, and Will was just sitting there, and he's just like this. He was just like, and I, I wasn't there, mind you. I wasn't there. I was retold this story, but I can see it clear as day. And Will mm-hmm. just sitting there and he's just, and Leah, his wife, comes over and goes, Will, is it that bad? And Will goes, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I hate their guts. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Yo, man. It takes so much to break with. It takes so much. But when, 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 when he's just surrounded by shitty chance, oh, my God, I love it. But when Will frustrated, like, like to, not like, a serious part where it's just like, I don't want to do this, man. Like, <laughs> oh my God, it, it feeds me. Oh, I fucking love it. It's so fucking funny. It's oh, so, I didn't even see it, but like, I I could envision everything. The stare, the, the, legal, is it really that bad? And the snap, what, I hate the, <laughs> what, you, you, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, man, uh, I don't, go oh, to. man, there's so, there's so many things. Um, so one of the, uh, oh my God. So one of the, the early years of BNP, <laughs> I ain't going to name, I ain't going to name no say. names. I know what you got to say. The early years of BNP, man, um, when we didn't have like a Slack yet. And so like our mode of communication <laughs> was like on Twitter. This is the worst. This is the, for anyone doing a startup, like if you got an organization of people, Get yourself a Slack. Do yeah. not have public conversations. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we had two people uh that would flirt pretty heavy with each other. Yep. That were in BNP. And it was just like we felt like voyeurs, man. Yeah. Like it's just like <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh my God, what the and it was mutual and consensual, like, but it's less like we in public view, like what we doing? And one day, like yeah, One day, I was so fed up. I was so fed up that I just started commenting on it. Like, yeah. like we gonna act like we don't see it. I started commenting on, it. and then like everyone in BMP started popping off uh-huh. on the tweets, and that was one of the funniest yeah. damn days, man. And just like everyone's jokes, and like I still think back about that shit and laugh, man. Like it was, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And it just like showed all these personalities and like now people embarrass them. Like, yeah, don't nobody want to see all your sex talk out on the Twitter feed <laughs> all, all the time under the BNP tag. Like, can we stop that shit? Right. Like it was, uh, that, that, that one, I think about that all, all the time. <laughs> Too good. Oh, sorry. You guys froze oh, a little good. bit. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, you good? <laughs> All right. Okay. So that was the last question of uh, uh, Rivers World. 
again, thank you guys so, so, so much for thank for you, man. This has, been, this has been a wonderful marathon. <laughs> it <laughs> I loved it. It was, it had its hills, hilly moments as it. You know, you guys didn't like Scott Pilgrim, and I hate you for it. But you know why? You exactly, know why? But I'll get over it. Exactly. And, and you just <laughs> open my eyes up to Cora and her her bullshit. And um, give, her, give her another watch. Give her another watch. Give her another watch, man. <laughs> and it's just, it's been a good it's been a good romp. So last but not least, if you guys can share your social media handles and yep. where people can find you. Um, also, any events that you have cup upcoming and things like that. Work. Uh, uh, I'll get the Black Nerd Problem shit real quick. Um, yep. So basically, here we go. Everything except Twitter <laughs> is at Black Nerd Problems. Um, yeah. uh, all is one word. So our uh, our Twitch, our Facebook, our Instagram, um, pretty much anywhere that that we exist. Black, you know, um, YouTube. All of all of our stuff pretty much is all. Um, via Black Nerd Problems is a full word on Twitter. Just because we got restrictions, yeah. Um, Twitter is B L K N R D Problems. Yes. Um, is one word. All much together. Um, so that's our Twitter handle. But everything else is Black Nerd Problems is one word. Um, and then uh, for my personal uh, Will Will Evans writes for my Twitter. Um will to the kind of for everything else w-i-l-l-t-o-t-h-a um for my instagram for my twitch um that's pretty much the only really viable places to find me um you can find me on facebook you can contact me on facebook i will probably never respond back because i try to avoid facebook like the plague um or like or like the covid Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's mine. Omar, what you got? Yo, Omar Holman, real name, no gimmick, man. O-M-A-R-H-O-L-M-O-N. Type it in Google. My shit appears. That's it. <laughs> my, my shit, my shit pop. My shit that's pop. It. That's it. It's just my name. You know, I might, I might need to change that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might, might need to, you know, I think I still got a few takes out there. I'm like, man, maybe I should have kept the handle. Maybe I should have kept the handle. Whatever. <laughs> if you need it removed, I'll remove it in post. Um, <laughs> so last but not least this is the this is the um nice part of the podcast um is that we all say the catchphrase which is love peace and chicken grease well you guys say the catchphrase love peace <laughs> <and chicken grease." laughs> not doing that it's crazy that's why we got i got you you guys in versus mode i call this versus mode Okay. <laughs> it's like we're about to fight in Mortal Kombat or something. Um, <laughs> the character select screens, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, so whenever you guys, <laughs> <laughs> only rain. <laughs> so you select it. Goes... <laughs> um. So um. I... You guys can say it together or you can say it separately. So that it's love, peace, and chicken grease. Okay. Love, peace, chicken grease. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's, let's go back and forth. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. All right. Love. Peace. Oh, you slow. Why are you slow? I, you, I don't understand. Why are you slow? Why, oh, you want to fast love, peace, and chicken Come on, red man. What, is, what right, are we let's... doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, boom, 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 right? Gotcha. All right. All right. 
Love, peace, and chicken grease. And chicken grease. Chicken grease. Chicken grease. Chicken grease. And this has been another episode of Drew versus the World. Uh. <laughs>